You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Reloaded, a podcast brought to you by Mash Those Buttons, covering World of Warcraft Classic and its community. I am Bobby, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today we're joined by Mel, aka Melarina. How you doing? Hi. I'm good. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. Unfortunately, we have no Ryan, aka The Yip Show, today because... He woke up sick, and we were going to postpone until tomorrow so he could still come on, but he was pretty sure there was no possible way he was going to feel good enough to do the show, so we wish him well, tweet at him at the Yip Show to tell him we hope he feels better, and hopefully he will be on next week. But it is instead, we have special guest Nace Naismith. Welcome back to the show, Naismith. Thank you. Wonderful to be back. I don't think we've talked since that uh, marathon of me talking for about an hour trying to help you guys beat Kale. And we was did. that <laughs> it, was that before or after we met up in person at Planet Comic Con in Kansas City? Oh, that was after. Because that was like was it after? That was like an, that was like in August, wasn't it? That was just, God. That was a long time ago. Wasn't I remember it? it was really hot. It was really hot. And I bought my son a foam sword. Yep. That Legend of he Zelda. Loves. Yep. It was yeah. Link's sword. Did he like it? Oh, he loved it. My daughter loved it even more. <laughs> she couldn't. She couldn't care less that I got her a baby Yoda. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's cool, um, Dad. <laughs> she wants a sword. But yeah, uh, give you a sword. I, I, yeah, I need to get her a sword. Well, um, that's actually coming back. Sooner rather than later, because they're getting back to their normal time now. Yeah, March. I think I'll probably be going again. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, and it's so much more fun because it's not so hot. So the cos the cosplayers have a way better time. Every, everything's better. It was really a weird con this this last year, and I'm hoping it gets back to form this next year. All right, guys. Oh, what's up? I say I do too. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, it really is. All right, guys. Well, we're going to have a great show today. Uh, first off, I'd like to remind everybody we do stream live at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Come in, say hi to us. It's usually Friday nights. Follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. If you want to know when we go live, we tweet out every time. That being said, we're going to start out with with some some reviews then we also have what we've been doing lately in wow and then we might go over a little bit of raid progress but not much i mean yip's not here to do his awesome storytelling and there really wasn't much that went on Um, oh i have one thing to talk about 
Well, we will then we will we'll definitely talk about it. It's just not going to be long. And then we're going to get into the news. There's some Bernie Crusade news, but there is no WoW Classic news that I know of. Let's chat. Let's me know of some. And then at the end of the show, we're probably going to talk about PTR with with Naismith because he had the pleasure of running some. So. That being said, let's jump into the reviews. Oh, so since Yip isn't here, we didn't feel that any one person could actually do justice to how he reads them. So we're going to do one from each of us and uh, hope that works out. It's not going to be as good as Yip, but you know what? The show must go on. So first off, this is from Australia, from Down Under. It's, it is titled, Great Podcast for Classic WoW con- Content. Warcraft Reloaded has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Mel, Bob, and Yip have a great rapport and a sound knowledge of the classic WoW scene. Can we just point out that he put Mel first? Yep, and Yip last. Oh, that was boy. very, very accurate. The fact that they didn't mention friend of the show Naismith, I think, is a slight that I will never forgive. Well, I think two of these reviews do mention the guests. So they share their their experiences in the game, including updates on their rating progress, their other activities in game, and even their experiences attempting the hardcore challenge and season of mastery. They regularly bring on guests with expertise on classes, raids, and PvP content that add an extra depth to their show. As they report on the latest WoW Classic news and provide their own insights and thoughts on each piece, the highlights of their segments are their stories of progression, as they share frustrations with learning mechanics, the roster boss, and their successes as they down bosses. I will definitely continue to listen to the crew and and Warcraft at Warcraft Reloaded and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much. Um, he didn't really sign a name, so I don't really want to say his actual real name. But thank you so much, Mr. B, for the review. And uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Mel, do you want to take the next one? I can. Yes. All right. It is an Apple podcast review. Five stars. It says the best podcast. Says, hey, guys. Oh, it's from bogey one. So he says, hey, guys, first off, I'd like to say that I thoroughly enjoy this podcast. You all do a great job of keeping me coming back and waiting patiently for your next episodes. I think it's a great mix of viewpoints and the three of you mesh really well. Also, the guests you have on are amazing. Yep. Welcome to the age of the bear. I'm glad to hear you finally came around to the druid, even though we know the warrior is your jam. Seriously, though, I've been playing druid since classic, and I'm so happy we finally get some time in the sun. A class that's been pretty average and everything during classic has come to life in TBC, and it's exciting. Anyway, your tanking perspective really helps me, so now I can relate even more. Keep doing what you're doing, guys, because the show is the blast. Thanks again, your boy, Bear Boy, from Fairlina. Thanks, Bear Boy. Now, what's weird 
and I don't know if it's the same person, but I had two different people come in to to my chat this last week, uh, twitch.tv slash blazedbob, and uh, I had two people come in, and both of them were mad at Yip for switching to Bear, mm-hmm. and one of them was 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 Galley Boy, and Boy was spelled the same way, but I don't remember if it was two eyes at the end or just one eye. But he was pretty upset with Yip for uh, changing. So yeah, I don't think I was hoping that's the Yip would be person. on the show. But Bear Boy, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. You have to, you have to jump in my chat and let me know if that is uh, you, Galley. But uh, the next one, we're going to have our we're going to have our guest read. Well, this review is uh, five stars. I don't know what it's from, but it's from <laughs> written by Dade Stria. Says five stars. Tuned into your podcast at the beginning of TBC since Josh's show turned into other MMOs and Classic Plus. Awesome podcast. Great information and entertainment. As someone who plays in a 10 out of 10 pre-nerf guild and 2K plus in arenas, I thoroughly enjoy tuning in every week for your trials and tribulations, game news, and add-ons. Keep up the Lord's work. Biscuit huh. Baker, Daedstra, Grobulus. Say it, Yip, for the... I'm not finishing that. <laughs> Come on, Naismith. Yeah, Na- you gotta try, Day. You gotta try. Uh, for the Alliance. <laughs> Yeah, do for the alliance. <laughs> but I will do you a favor since Yip isn't here. I will sh- throw in the sound clip of Yip doing it right <laughs> now. For the alliance. Okay, so wonderful. <laughs> yep, it's going to be the the magic later. All right, so let's let's move on. Uh, we to did have a couple we've... other reviews that we'll read in the next couple of shows, but thank you guys so much for. Sending in oh, the yeah. reviews, we really do appreciate it. It really does help us out a lot. Yeah, yeah, we 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 did have. Uh, I just try to take them in in order, but we don't want to read more than three at a time, just because it feels feels like it's too much when we do more than three. So we'll definitely we'll definitely keep them on, but definitely keep sending them though. Keep keep, yeah. keep sending don't them. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop reviewing. But we will read yours if you submitted one. Don't worry. So aside from the PTR, what have we been doing lately in WoW Classic? Uh, Naismith, since you're the guest, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, We've pretty much just been clearing everything in a single night and raid logging a lot. (laughs) Um, We've also been doing way more PvP as a group than we normally have. Uh, some of that's because uh, we have some people that just really love to PvP, and others is it's we want to get the uh, trinket for uh, some of the upcoming bosses. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that going to be worthwhile? Uh, the PvP trinket is helpful on a few fights. Oh shoot! I better do that on locked on locked dude then. Oh yeah, I don't have it on Melarina either. I mean, you could probably deal with the five minute trinket too, right? Like. Yeah. I yeah I think so. I mean, you're not going to use it twice. Uh, you probably will on uh, Archimond. Uh, I think that's uh, how you say his name. And maybe just get the two minute one. I guess the re- the the twenty resilience isn't going to be that big of a deal at all, really. But that doesn't help you. But 
Archimon, one of the big mechanics on that is the fact that he fears, and you, it's like an eight-second fear, and if you go into the fire, that does some serious damage to you. So, uh, unless you're an undead, which I know none of you are, uh, you have to be able to... Uh, I am a that. priest, though, with fear ward. Shouldn't that be saved on people no. like tanks? No. Naismith. This is my well, fear ward. It actually like my only allows me to apply it to myself. What what do I know? I'm not I'm not a raid leader or anything. <laughs> I, I don't know about these this stuff. It, it's way over. My I'm gonna head. pull a Bob where Bob's like, I meant to give you the soul stone, but it accidentally went on me. And I'll be like, Yep, I meant to give you the fear ward. It just accidentally went on myself. I don't know. Like, dude, I still don't know what <laughs> causes that at times because I'll be clicked on oh. or. Mm-hmm. And I'll click range. It and it'll put it on me. Okay, so it just auto puts it on me if she's out of range. If she's out of range, yeah, it, it should I, it like should. it should just say out of range Dang. and not let me do it, right? Well, it, I think so, but I thought it was a range. No, issue. because like it's a, it's a spell you can cast on yourself, right? Like if I try to cast a heal on somebody that's out of range, it just heals me. Oh well, then that answers exactly the question that's been driving me nuts. This is why you bring me on, so I can solve these <laughs> mysteries for you. Solve all the world's problems. Perfect, perfect. Well, yeah, so you've been doing PvP. You've been doing, uh, what have you been doing mostly? Like, uh, I actually been- haven't been PvPing much. I've had, I've had some work issues come up recently, so I haven't been playing as much as normal. But I've been making time. Uh, I have, like, I've PvPed some, but usually it's just whatever battleground the guys are doing. Mm. Uh, there's a soft spot in my heart for AB. I love Arathi Basin. That's that's my that's my favorite too. It's oftentimes definitely not the best honor per hour by a long shot, but man, I love it. Like it's so much fun. And War Song's the worst. I I'll actually say AB is also it's my favorite, but it can also be the worst if you're going up against a really good pre made. Then it's just not fun because you get rolled everywhere. And yeah. there's no point. Well, the one thing that's really cool, though, going up against a a pre-made is when you're able to actually make it so they can't five cap. And, like, you get a little personal win there because you're just wasting their time. I guess you're wasting yours, too. But I don't know. It makes me feel good when they can't five when they can't five cap or even four cap. Like there's just like you know people are raging at each other and they're like, You suck, do 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 that, you know. Makes me feel good. I don't know. I feel like the worst is when you're equally balanced and your team just won't stay and defend anything. <laughs> like everybody wants to be the hero. And it's like then I find myself as like the he were resto druid at a place by myself and I'm like, okay, well I'm not going to leave. And then there's literally not much I can do when they get You're talking about those games where no matter what, both sides only ever control one or two. Right. It just cycles. And then they just like go in a circle. Yeah. It's everybody's running at the same pace and it's like, this is worthless guys. Like, Oh my gosh. Oh, I've done. Yeah. I've had, Plenty of those in my time. Same with are, Eye of the Storm. They are irritating as fuck. Yeah, Eye of the Storm is the same way, right? Where it's like, you just rotate towers, and it's just like, what are we doing? See, my problem is I always... I fixate on some guy that just annoys me, 
on the other team. And usually it's one that like it has an absurd amount of like resilience. So my dots are ticking for literally nothing on this person, <laughs> but I'm determined. I'm like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. I'm going to do it. Dude, if you go SLSL and get full gear, like you become a monster. Oh, you do. But that would require playing way more arenas than I'm right. <laughs> be willing to do. No, my favorite is when I find like a jerk that like kills me in a horrible way or shouldn't have killed me and did. And then I just announce it to everybody that I'm playing with. And I'm like, if you see this person, you murder them. I don't care what they're doing. <laughs> Everybody's on the hunt. I love it. See, I get a I get a Naismith, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, I'm killing this guy. Yeah. We need you over here. No. Mm, this not guy's happening. priority. I'm yeah. killing this guy. This is a personal vendetta. This needs to happen. Yeah, see, well, the thing about Eye of the Storm, I really enjoy Eye of the Storm, but I don't enjoy doing it unless, like, we have at least a five-man, like, pre-made, because people, like, they, there's two different ways to win the game, and people fixate on certain ones, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, we need to get three bases, but what you don't realize is with one base and just constantly running flag... You win, even if they have three. If, even if they have three, so it's like yeah, shout out to Jasmine for giving us the numbers about how much like extra you get for capping a flag with how many bases, right? And you really like the big jump is at four. Like if you have four, it's basically an insta win when you're capping flags. But if you have one, two, or three, it's like a very small incremental. <laughs> it's yeah, it's either five or ten. I think it's ten more each. 10 more points each one. But if you're constantly running a flag with just one, I mean, you're going to win. So, like, let them have, have them three. It's just, like, you, you, you can't go in and just have a base strategy. You have to, like, change, and people aren't willing to change. And then they just fight the whole time and chat. It's just like, oh, my God. I think it's more than 10, though. I just want to put that out there. I, I will say this, like, PvP a lot of times brings out the worst in the community. Like people get irrational in the chats really quickly, even on Discord as well. Yep, it definitely brings out the worst. But nothing else though to to report on the game. Sadly, that's there right now. I've spent mo most of my time has been spent on the PTR looking at like the new stuff trying to figure out what I want to do for strats for our group, realizing that the uh, trash is not nearly as hard as I remember. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and uh, you're still leading the guild? Leading the raid. I raid, raid. I, I have no desire to lead the guild. <laughs> I have no desire to do either. Okay. That sounds like, uh, that sounds bad. <laughs> I found it though. One tower, you get 75 points. Two, you get 85. Three, you get 100. And four, you get 500. Okay. So it, it was 10 from one to two, and then 15 from two to three. I mean, that's what this website says. I have not checked on the accreditation of the website. So, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Are you still running AFI, Nay? Yes, I am for the most part. Occasionally, every once in a while, I'll be like, I'm sick of this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to stare at dot timers for a week. So I'll just go back. I'll play Destro. It's so much easier. 
I do I do thirty percent more damage too, so it, it's a little irritating how easy it is. The one yeah. thing that would be cool though about being Affy is so much easier to parse higher because there's so fewer people playing Affy. Like you know, at most there's one per raid where there's three to five locks per per raid. You know, like it's got to be nice to be able to get them higher parses. Because there's less people in the pool. Like, I kind of wanted to go Affy for a bit just to do that. Uh, the issue is, especially with my guild, is we don't get, as Affliction, I don't get an Ellie Shaman. Uh, I have to make do with a Resto Shaman or sometimes with none. And <laughs> just having a Shadow Priest in my group. Yeah. Um, we've, we've had to, for the first time in about 16 months, my guild had to recruit new people. And we got some great new people, and I'm really happy they're there. Uh, but, and one of them's a resto shaman that keeps totems down really well, which makes me very happy. Uh, but um, there are times as an affliction where, like, I I couldn't really parse one because as a leader, I'm trying to keep an eye on what everyone's doing, how the fight's going, what's happening all around, people calling stuff out. Doing that on top of uh, trying to like keep on top of my four dots properly is not very easy. In fact, it's pretty hard. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's, you know, you always wonder like what the best class is for, um, for, to like to raid lead with. And I think the answer is none because you're, you know, you're always going to run into that, that problem where I think the best class to to raid lead as is the 26th man like the guy that's not in raid just watching three or four different pers perspectives over discord you know i think that's probably the best uh i'll be honest um we had an issue and i actually died on kt this week for our kill and it was so easy to just sit there and call stuff out without having to worry about my character. Oh, yeah. Just, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's just, why the mythic raiders do it. Our raid leader got banned, and he, like, still did the raid leading while he was banned. <laughs> and it was great. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's a whole other thing we can, you know, we've gotten into it before, but uh, parsing in TBC is just, like, it's bullshit. TBC is the height of uh blizzards um like bring the class not the player and you can do so many things to buff one or two people's dps to almost absurd degrees and that makes parsing really difficult um like as a warlock you can uh throw them multiple bloodlusts as a um you can give them uh, shaman like ellie shaman to be sure to get the uh, that totem uh boomkins uh make sure you have a shadow priest in there to give them extra mana like there's all sorts of things you can do just to boost one person's dps it's yep. you, you're right parsing in tbc is hard and at times bullshit yeah and i mean this is coming from a guy that's generally in the group that gets all the buffs that gets all the love and i think it's bullshit i think it's unfair to other people and it's one of the reasons i can't wait for wrath and you know, there's very little of that in Wrath since everything's shared. Even Bloodlust is is a shared in Wrath, which is great. I it's just true. couldn't give two hoots about parsing. 
All right. So as for us, um, we have been raid logging in TBC, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we'll get talking about when we do raid. We'll talk about what what we did this last weekend in raid. But uh, we've still been going hardcore on hardcore, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess I'll go first, Mel. You can cover what happened to us the other night in our duos. But for me, I've been in what what Wiki calls the shadow zone on my solo rogue, where I'm trying to rush back to where I was before. Um, so the last time we had talked, I had drowned for something stupid. And uh, so I worked my next rogue up to level 19. And I was in a, I was in that cave that fucks, um, the one in Duskwallow Marsh where you get the the five blue mush mushrooms and the one golden cap or death cap I think it's called. And I'm in stealth. I've got all five of the regular ones. I'm trying to go get the gold one, and I drop just barely. Like it didn't look like it'd be a drop that you would take damage. But I took like eight damage and it took me out of stealth. And I was screwed at that point. I had three on me and freaking what sucks even more is that I showed I showed I showed Winky the clip later. And about five feet from where I was, there was an evade spot in the cave that I could have survived on. So I was upset. I immediately made a like I de I deleted that tune. Immediately made another one. Rushed up to level eight and then died at level eight again. Just a, like an hour and a half later, I was about to throw stuff. And then I made another character the same day. And got back to ten, but man, it's been a rough go for me on the solo. Although now I am back to twenty four. On my rogue. So it's the fifth rogue back to 24 now. And yeah, it's been uh, nuts. But Nay Smith, you have you played any hardcore? Uh, I don't. I have not played any hardcore. I haven't played a single minute of Season of Mastery. Um, I've never seen the appeal of hardcore personally. I think I admire the people that do it. But to me, it goes against like what I think is a good part of World of Warcraft, which is uh, learning from your failures in a not punishing way. Uh, well, you know, I would agree with that to an extent. But when I learned from these failures, I really learned. Like when I drowned, uh, I think I told you this in the pre-show, when I drowned that time, I the ne like now every time I instead of having my my breath bar at the very top I have it right on top of my character because I'm like this death is not going to happen again period and it just and then that fall damage uh, that shit ain't going to happen again either like I I had no clue that you took fall fall damage from that low of a jump. Like, I just had no idea, but like, I, I mean, Mel and I were like you, we were like, it's fun to watch, but there's no way I'll ever do it. And then, you know, if you try it, man, you never know. Don't do it. Don't try it. Cause you'll be hooked. Right. Yeah. That's, 
some of it is avoiding temptation. <laughs> like with yeah. two kids, the last thing I need is another reason to like stare at right. my computer for like six hours a day. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's bad enough that I raid two to three nights a week. Um, oh, and uh, uh, Fru wait. in the uh, Fru in the chat uh, corrected me. It it's the cave in Darkshore, not Duskwallow. I always uh, mix those up. Bob mixes a lot of things up. Yeah, I say uh, I say Dire Mall when I mean Dead Binds, and yeah, it's yeah. bad. Um, but Bob, I went to the bathroom and I missed it. I think did I hear you say you died again today? No, no, I didn't die today. I'm back up to 24. I died twice oh, in that one day. I thought you day. said I'm back up to four. Like when I got oh, back on, no. I thought it, <laughs> I thought I heard you say I'm back up to four, and I was like, four? You literally get four in three minutes. Like, what are you doing? No, back up to 24. Got my my okay. poisons again at 22, and I'm I'm back to rolling now. Once I get to 30, 31, I'll be. Change it to to hemo prep spec, and I I think I'm home free from that point on. I'm a, and I'm and I'm taking it slow. I'm not I'm not being dumb. Well, I'm being a little dumb at times, but not super dumb. Yeah. So our duo, um, so we're at thirty five, and we go to Stranglethorn Vale. I can't believe I didn't remember yep. that. I'm so STV. bad at like zones. Um, oh god, STV. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so it's let not- me preface this. Let me preface this before she goes. The entire time we're there, I'm freaking out and like going, "Okay, we got to be really careful when we do this. Okay, we got to be really careful when we do this." And Mel's like, "Bob, shut up. It's we're fine." Dude, it's- it was so annoying. Like he could have just said it like in a different way. He was being very annoying. I was yes. being very scared. Well, STV is notorious for having people getting ganked. Like it's right, but we're on a PVE server. Oh, that's a big difference, right? Yeah, I was just trying to point out to her that like you can just walk a few steps at STV and go from level thirty-four mobs to level forty-five mobs. If that's you don't true. know what, if you don't know where you're going, and like. Because Mel initially, when we first got there, started running us to a quest that we're supposed to do way later, and it was all like mobs two levels higher than us and very dense. And that's another thing about the zone: all the mobs are so dense. There's mobs everywhere. If you get into trouble there in the wrong spot, running out is not really an option. Yeah. Like it's oh, also like there's jerks, PvP flagged standing on like. Every quest mob, like, mm-hmm. but I got a great tip to today from Go Jojo Go. You can go in for anybody that's got this problem because Mel and I were doing slash slash target space the quest giver's name and then doing an interact with target macro. But instead, you can just go in your options and click uh, interact with target on left click. You never have to right click an NPC again. Such a huge thing for hard for hardcore. So just want to throw that tip out and thank you to Go Jojo Go. Yeah. So we're questing an STV. 
and it's going fine. Bob's like freaking out because we were at what's the like I don't know these little this place where we have to kill these medics to get this one drop that yeah is it's the death zone we're ridiculously not coming. We were going for what's it jungle juice? Yeah, yeah. Is it, yeah. I, I don't know. I think maybe jungle something. Jungle juice is the drink you have when you are 20 years old in college. <laughs> it's jungle and you're at a party. Chat uh chat right. can help can like help me out, but it's in the very northeast corner. It's the camp that's got the uh they're like something like healers and then it's got the warriors and then there's yeah, a the cave medics there. Yeah, the medics is the ones we wanted, right? Okay, so either way, so we go there when we first get there. And I think we're like 31, 32, maybe. And we first get there and Bob's like freaking out. And I was like, fine, let's just go to other quests. Like, whatever. So we go to the basilisks and the crocodiles and something else. I don't remember. Jungle remedy is oh, what jungle they are. Remedy, yeah. And then we do like the tigers. Um, so we get all those done. And so this is like the last thing we have to do before we go turn it and stuff. And so we go back, and at this point, we're 35. So we must have been like 33, I feel like, when we got there. We were 34. Oh, okay. Because um, we hadn't turned in most of the quests yet. We had completed them, yeah, but hadn't yeah, yeah. turned them in. Okay. So we, so we go back, and we kill all the like things that we needed to kill. There was like the warriors that we had to kill. And then we have to get this jungle remedy. And it just will not drop. Like, we have run around this place. We went into the cave. And we only went halfway into the cave because the, like, back end of the cave is super scary. Or, like, 12 different mobs that are just, like, right there. And you only need, like, one of them out of the 12. So it just wasn't worth it. So we'd go in and out of the cave. We'd walk around in this circle around this stupid camp getting the outliers, right? So Bob then is, like... I'm going to go to the bathroom and get a drink. And I was like, okay. He's like, you just want to walk around the outside while I'm gone. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Now, just to say, like, I'd been saying a few times, like, maybe we should just skip this quest. Like, because we literally had three each and you needed seven each. And we'd killed, God, oh, at like, least 80 of the, yeah. the mobs. We'd been Easy. running in a circle on this stupid thing and fighting other people for the mob tags and yada, yada, yada. I, I was just ready to throw in the towel, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. So I feel like the longer and longer we go, the less and less we like are paying attention to everything else, you know? The more complacent we got. Right. And there's a lot of other people in the zone, which when we first went there, there was nobody else there. So it was like super scary, right? Because these mobs run too. So when they get low, they run and you're always scared they're going to run into another mob. But when we came back, it was like... There wasn't any other mobs because everybody had killed everything. And so Bob goes to the bathroom. I'm sitting there and I'm like running along the outside like we've done a thousand times at this point. And I like run past the barn and I hear this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And I'm like, and I stop. I'm like, what is that? And then I see these like Seven mobs come from the barn and towards me. And I'm like, no! Nah! And I like scream for Bob to come back to the computer. We 
I run the wrong way, but I was running away from the mobs, but I should have run the other way because I ran towards the other mobs. Um, and then they net. And so I'm shielding, taking a heal pot, like, there's no way. And Bob comes back to the computer, and I'm not going to lie, until I watched the stream of this a couple times, I was like, Bob, he comes back to the computer and just sits there. It is like, uh, I completely uh, like super froze. froze, super froze. Did you blue screen? Dude, I completely froze. So I'll give you what, <laughs> you know, when she said in trouble in my head, I thought, oh, she pulled three. No big deal. I'm going to come back. I'm going to just AOE taunt and like, I'm going to, I'm going to get them off and we're going to be fine. And I get back. And I just see seven, well, it was eight at that point because she pulled seven from the barn with, you know, if you add the dogs in. And then another eighth was at the top of the cave, one of those rogue guys that fucking stuns with a long ass stun. And I get there and I sit down and I'm like, oh, and I tell her to run and she says, I'm netted. And I was like, oh God, they net too. And I'm just like, and then. (laughs) I think in I think in my head, okay, just uh, AOE taunt. And then I thought, well, th- they'll kill me instantly, so I better not do that. I was like, what else could I do? I accidentally switched to cat. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. And I switched back to bear. And then I'm like, and then like, she's dead. And I'm just like, oh, no. And it sucks, too, because after she died, I just ran into the barn to test. And it took him a good while to kill to kill me. So I should have AOE taunted. Also, Mel later on thought about it. She should have fucking feared. Like, she didn't even use fear. And she used a potion, but she could have used a free action potion instead of her healing potion. Like, there was a lot of mistakes made, but I literally just froze. And I should have never went AFK without either getting out of that area or begging Mel to stand still. Like, I... But we had... I wanted to get out of there. We had walked in a circle so many times. We had pulled three and been we completely fine. We had walked fine. by that barn a good 40 times. Forever. Like, all without, I can think with of. The, nobody pulls those mobs in there. So those were there the whole time, right? Like, maybe well, one I don't person know. pulled them. No, I do know. Well, all I can think of is while we are in the cave or something, somebody cleared the mobs and then when mobs respawn, sometimes one's a higher level. It's possible like one, because they saw you through the, the window, but I don't think you took any smaller of a angle around the barn than you had taken every time prior. And so right. I just don't, like, I wonder if it's because I was on follow, you turned a little too early and it turned me into him or something, but it was it was heartbreaking because we had... You know, we'd like, we just got to the point 35 where you're getting all your stuff and you're really just rolling and just to have that happen. And then, you know, a chat was trying to warn us like, Hey, be really careful here. Be really careful. here. I've seen so many people, so many hardcores die even just today at this. And, oh, it's just, it was just like, why didn't we just leave? We didn't need to do that quest. We could have done it later, if come back and done it later or something. Like, why did why did we stay? Okay, well, let me point out how events transpired after this event. So when Bob killed us, 
Mel said, It's all right. I didn't die. I'm better than you. But let's go again. Like, we're good. It's fine. When Mel kills us, Bob, like, won't talk to me. He's like, that was just so stupid. And, like, he's just drilling in. Like, he knows I feel bad about pulling the mobs. I don't know how I pulled the mobs, but he knows I feel bad about pulling the mobs. Did Bob comfort me? Did Bob give me a hug? No. This is bullshit. You can go back to my upstream and watch it and... I'm just sitting there, just just beaten down, like just like oh. Yes, but you were no. not trying to help me. I but I did later. I was just trying mm. to like, I was trying to, and then I got like mad at chat and like I was taking it out on chat. Like someone to chat like made a comment that like kind of struck home for me, and I I, I, I apologized quickly after, but it was just like oh. It's just it's it's so much like you you have all this work and we had like the swift pods and we had all kinds of cool shit like and just to lose it all in an instant because I was stupid enough to go AFK in an extremely dangerous area it just it kills me so like I I honestly I thought I told you that I never really blamed you I blamed myself for going AFK and then freaking like just freezing when i came back like i was not expected to see what i saw i was trying to like my brain was trying to make sense of where all these mobs came like came from i thought like maybe we got like like griefed or something like a rogue pulled or a hunter pulled and then feigned and Mm -mm. or vanished but watching the clip over again it does not look like anybody griefed it just was a freak thing it was very like, sad. And it, yeah, and uh, it just, it was rough. It was it was so rough. But then- So we delete our 35s, which is sad. But we're back up to, we only played like for a very short time that night. And then we didn't play last night because I was super tired. So, yeah, we played long enough to get to an end to at least feel yeah, like I we we're, at, like, level we're getting five. rest. Even though we're at level five getting rest, it still feels better. Yes. Well, that was quite the journey. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I'm sorry that you guys had to suffer that uh, loss of characters. Thank you. That thir- that it was level 35 that you were yeah. at? Yeah. Level 35. And Jeez. we make... Mel looked at her slash played the first time we died at level 30. We make a point not to look at that now <laughs> because it depresses you even more. <laughs> That's true. I have made a point to never type that in after (laughs) in 2010, it was like you have on a character that I've been playing in, I think it was in Wrath of the Lich King. It's like, you have 170 days played. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. (laughs) Well, see for like, for, for instance, for, for Blaze and Bob, it's dumb because like he was around in classic, during the pan, like the start of the pandemic, when the queues were like, you know, six hours long. So I mean, I would just literally stay logged in all day, not not playing, and just right. re refreshing, not getting logged out. So you know, there's eight hours a day, you know, 
five to six days a week that aren't even time that I played. So it's dumb to even look at the slash played because it wasn't played really. I get that. Yeah. The, the pandemic really, really helped uh, get me over the hump for some of my characters. <laughs> it gave me way more time to play than I thought I would have. Yeah. 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 I gave, I mean, I think it was actually kind of big for uh world of Warcraft classic. Cause I worked all through the pandemic, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm just saying across the board. I was one of those people that got laid off immediately when it started, mm. so oh. I needed something to do. That's fair. Yeah. No, we stayed open and I mean I worked from home a lot just because of my position. I didn't have to be in the clinic, so I shouldn't have been in the clinic, but I still had to work. Still a lot of work. I remember everybody else is like, well, hey, you know, it's a pandemic. You can't do anything. And I'm like, I'm doing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a new job fairly quickly. But yeah, for about a month and a half there, I did not have a whole lot to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of that, Mel didn't actually put that in our what we've been doing this last week. Mel and I... Uh, yeah, over the Christmas break, got COVID. Mm, we did. Oh shit! Yep, entire house got COVID here, and yeah, my entire parents' house got it. I don't think her dad's house got it, but yeah, it. Uh, it yeah, I got was supposed us to go and... to Austin this past week, and we took a couple COVID tests. Um, his brother tested positive for COVID after we had seen him for Christmas, and so we were kind of feeling like kind of icky not like horrible but not great and so we each took a covid test the two like home covid tests and they both came back negative so we were like okay and then on sunday i was like well my mom was starting to feel sick and i went to try to find her a covid home test because they're like you know very rare in the pharmacies nowadays um and so I went to find her one and I was like, well, I should probably buy an extra one since I'm going out of town. I don't want to, you know, not test myself before I go out of town. So I bought one and then it was positive. And so Bobby went and bought one and then his was positive and like everybody's was positive. And I felt really horrible for a couple of days. And then <coughs> it's still kind of like I feel a lot better now. Like I feel fine. Sometimes my voice gets raspy. And people are like, "Oh my god, are you still sick?" I'm like, "It's fine." Yeah, I um, I had a couple of days. I felt really, I felt pretty bad. Um, but I'm assuming this was the Omicron because it's like super con contagious, but not as bad. Yeah, uh, from the what, symptoms from are a little what different. I've heard. But like, I mean, it didn't stop me from playing the game every night, and I, I drank most most of the nights too. So. It definitely wasn't like having the flu, but it definitely wasn't fun, and it definitely burning in the lungs. And but all all that's gone now, and I feel I feel better. I'm glad to be through it, but uh, should have got that booster shot before Christmas. I'm actually getting my booster shot tomorrow, so I plan on sleeping most of Saturday and Sunday. There you go. Right after Ku and the Chiefs play at the exact same time tomorrow. Oh no. Oh. No. Wait, the Chiefs play tomorrow? Saturday? Yeah. They got moved. 
Oh, Ooh. shoot. Thank you for letting me know. I'm, right? I hope that doesn't like align with uh, with the MC hard uh, hardcore run because I want to watch that too. But uh, we're getting PM. we're getting off subject though. But three thirty. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, um, so yeah. Do we want to? Is there anything else you wanted to go over on um, on what what we've been doing this week, Mel? Or you good? I'm good. I made a new okay. priest. Bob made a new druid. That's it. Yep. Yep. We might go a little different uh, professions this time. I might actually do engineering because a target dummy could have saved us there too. Or training dummy. I forget what they're called. Target or training dummy. But target. That could have that could have saved us. So probably going to do a little bit of engineering this time around. But yeah, so for raid progress, I mean, uh, Yip did bear again this week, and he's not here, so I don't want to talk too much smack. But oh, I his, do. Uh, his threat was not as good as it was that first week. I don't know if he was. It's because we had a pallet this time. Oh, well, I mean, but, like, the threat on bosses, though. Like, I found mm -hmm. myself uh, having to slow down as opposed to the week before where I didn't have to slow down. But it could just be Maybe you had I was more getting lucky buffs. on crits or something. Maybe. I don't, you I don't also know. had more pally buffs, which we didn't have the week before. One thing I would like to say about our raid progress is that I got put into the Shadow Priest group, which I've never been in. And let me just tell you, once you've gone Shadow Priest, you never go back, okay? So now I know what I'm missing, and now I'm just, like, frustrated when I'm not there. So I was in the Shadow Priest group, and I was just like, why am I never having to drink? Okay, why don't you explain the 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 benefit to people that, that, that might not know? I have no idea. They give me mana. That's all I know. I don't know what it is that gives me mana. I don't know why it gives me mana. All I know is that the Shadow Priest gives me mana, and so does the Shaman that's in that group, too. And I had unlimited mana. And I got taken out of that group for, like, one fight. And I didn't realize I was taken out of the group. And I looked up, and I was out of mana, and I was like, what is happening? And then I looked at my group, and I was like, oh, I got removed. And then I got put back into that group. So I all was good. But it was eye-opening. What you're talking about is a little spell called Vampiric Touch. Yeah. It is the spell that gives you just gobs of mana back. It's the reason uh, arcane mages love them so, so much. They give... Yes. If you have a really good Shadow Priest, you like that allows your... Arcane Mage do so much more, and it's going to be really important coming up for a certain boss. Yes, we do have a really good Shadow Priest. Kim is our Shadow Priest, and he's, like, big-brained. Um, but he's really good. But usually, I think we have three mages that are in the Shadow Priest group and the Shaman group. I don't think we do anymore now that spell, right. spell checks move to Ruffle Dots. Correct. So now we only have two mages. So Mel got put in the Shadow Priest group, and it was glorious. I never want to go back. Now that I know that that's a thing, I, I feel like I'm spoiled. Well, you've also been doing more raid healing now that Yip doesn't really need the, in, the inspiration buff, right? 
Yeah, I do brain healing when it's needed now. And that's fine. I mean, there's only a few bosses that I had to like spam heal yip on. And I still kind of do have to spam heal yip on those whites. But oh, so you're still yip's healer. Yeah, yeah, I'm still yip's healer. Oh, I thought I thought it got moved to somebody else. No. I mean, it's so easy right now. Like, I think we'll, we might move it in the next phase. But for now, like, it, I can heal you up and right heal easy by. So you're a priest, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, all glory. you have to do, all you have to do to right heal is hit circle of healing every. Yeah, know, I know. It's so glorious. <laughs> like, doop, 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 doop. Yeah. I love it. And then just go back to healing the tank. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's crazy, crazy easy. Um, but yeah, so that and then I don't know if you want to bring it up, Bob, or if you'd like me to bring it up about Morgram. Okay. It's a horrible it's go a horrible boss. Yes, I agree. It. Okay, so here's I'm the thing. Forgetting. So we do more. Oh yes, yes. Yip's not here to roast. Me, yep. That's yep. why Yip didn't come on the show. Yep. I yep. know exactly why yep. Yip didn't come on the show. Let me tell you. I, I I will make sure to include the clip too <laughs> under this this part hey, of the show. Let notes, me tell so the story. Scroll down for okay. that. So we're doing more grim. And Yip's on his druid, and Yip's tanking Morgrim, and that's fine. Everything's going great. You know, like, people get water-graved, it's fine, whatever. Like, we're really, like, just pushing through. And then all we're of a sudden- We're destroying it. Hold on, hold on. We're at, we're at the part now where we're moving the boss to the corner because the watery graves are, like, moving towards us. Yeah, yeah. And I still so, don't know what those do because I've never been hit by one, and I don't think anybody has, but- yeah, those are moving towards damage. us. And they do Yips, damage. Yip's moving the boss over to the corner. Yep. So Yip's moving the boss over to the corner, and then Yip dies. Like, instantly. instantly. Like, I'm his healer, and I'm, like, moving, and I'm healing him, and he's at full life, and then he's dead. And, and now, we're like, Na- Now, Naismith, whoa. can you guess how he died instantly? Uh, if he's a new druid, I'm going to guess he did something that switched him out of bear form. <laughs> so he did. Yahtzee! He said his, like, cat form was next to where he was, like, backing up. So we have to assume it's probably, like, Z or X or something, right? Um, But he switched to cat form and just instantly died. And so... Yep. Now we and look it at was hilarious. Clip. We're okay, so we're so he dies, and then like then uh, I believe it was Jeff in the raid. Uh, one of our our mages goes, uh, "Did you turn to cat form?" And then <laughs> Yip was like, "Did I?" And, or no, Harshkar brought it up, and he was like, "Yep, did you change the cat form?" And Yip's like, "Did I?" And then we look at it, and Yep, he did. And then Nettie. Uh, in the um in the um chat clipped it, and it definitely shows him switching to a kitty. And but you have to look dying. at his raid frame, right? Like Bob's target of target on his Twitch clip, his target of target. You see like the bear in the raid frame, and then you see the cat, and then you see death, and it's glorious and beautiful. But yeah, I 
I can see a cat getting clapped pretty quickly on that. Oh fight. my gosh! And we still we still downed Morgrim. Like it wasn't, it didn't wipe us. So I guess Yip's covered there. But we had, I mean, we had a couple things. And then Yip goes, "I am so glad you couldn't see me screwing up all the times I screwed up as warrior." Yeah, he did. He goes, "I'm so glad it wasn't as obvious when I screwed up on a warrior because I screwed up all the time." Oh, yeah, it but was great. Other than that, I mean, I think we cleared pretty easily everything. There was one, there was one uh, pull, there was one trash pull that we accidentally pulled like two or three packs or something, and a lot of people died. But guess who didn't die? Mel. Mel. Yep. Mel. I know all the warlocks died. But yeah, I, I think overall the raid went pretty seamlessly. Like it was pretty uneventful. I don't know, Bob, do you remember anything differently? No, I mean we've we've been clear in the last the last couple of weeks. In one night, uh we got done this last time with just a couple minutes to spare for our three hour raid block and yeah. But we did do some like interesting stuff, not this week, but last week. But it was after the, we recorded the, the podcast. Um, Yip and one of our warriors needed a certain couple items from, uh, from AQ. So they needed the scarab, and then Yip needed something. I don't know. We had to kill a couple bosses in, a, in AQ40 for the two items that they needed. Both items dropped, which was awesome. The one for right. Yip and the one for the the warrior. But the funny part is, is we were we go to AQ forty and we haven't run it at all in TBC, and we're like we're going in there, and our and our raid lead Harshgar is like, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know if this is going to be hard or easy, and let's just give it a shot. So we give it a shot and. Long story short, easy as hell. I would, like, lock dude, my warlock, Destro warlock, was taking un, the big, like, the four big Anubises. Un, like, I was taking them. Easy. Like, it was hilarious. We went in with, like, I don't know, 18 people and just annihilated the place. I mean, it was like running... A lower level five five man dungeon. It was absurd. Like, have you went into uh, any of the old raids, Nax or A or AQ since being TBC geared? We did uh, BWL and Nax um, over a couple weeks. Uh, BWL was simple. Nax, you still need to follow uh, some uh, basic mechanics. Otherwise, you're gonna wipe. And we were pretty much hard locked because we we only had one priest, so we couldn't do. Uh, oh, what was the guy that requires the MCs? Uh, Resuvius, I think. Yeah, we couldn't kill him with only one priest because we couldn't MC enough of the guys. Oh, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, well, I'm sure if we had went to twin emps, like I remember trying to run twin emps when we were at Wrath. 
and we were it was like ten people or something like like that in wrath, and we just blew through everything, and then like we actually wiped on twin amps because you have to keep them separate, like are you just not going to kill them? Yeah, um, we actually there's a GDKP on our on the server I'm on right now that does MC because uh, I think one of the guys wants um, bindings. And uh, they actually, the bindings dropped when one of our healers was in there. And they only eight people did it. And they completed the two bindings bosses. And he made like 500 gold for about uh, 30 minutes of work. So, I mean, not too bad. Nice, nice. Yeah, but I I just thought it was, I just thought it was hilarious that I was able to tank these big trash things that were just nuts before. And as a Destro Warlock, it was just... Yeah. Cracked me up. Uh, DWL was pretty easy from what I remember. It was not difficult in the slightest. In fact, I'm pretty sure they finished um, Nefarian. I think they only had like three people left and they lasted for a couple minutes just killing Nefarian. Nice. Nice. Well, all right. Well, uh, I think that definitely. that definitely ends out the uh, raid pr- raid progress time. Uh, make sure to make fun of Yip about oh, his yes, uh, switching to cat. I wish he was here now. I now I understand why he got uh, quote unquote sick. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But uh, he'll be back uh, next week. We'll definitely make sure to get his retort. I'll make sure to have have that in the notes. But nah, uh, we don't need it. We don't need it. Let's move on to (laughs) Time for the news. So first up in the news. So Blizzard is now... Finally, talking to us about ideas for server population uh, changes. Now, I'm going to have a big, a big pissy uh, thing to say shortly, but I want to go through um, just a couple of their their ideas. Now, they do say that they have that, that they have data over years now that show that uh, in classic and in vanilla and and original TBC, that when when transfers are opened, people generally move to the, uh, to the, the uh, side that they have pop population dominance on. So, you know, like if they're horde, they're going to move to a server that's, you know, generally 60%, you know, hoard or more. And that seems to be, and that, and that makes complete sense. I mean, it's what most people would do because, you know, they're, they're not going to take the chance of going to a lower pop server. So they, they, they basically said, Hey, we're listening to I to ideas now. Now I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Their ideas are too late 
and that's just all there is to it. We're we're gonna go over their i their ideas, but I want to tell you the idea that might have worked is gone now. You had a ton of of people on dead servers. That is the only time free tr- free tr- free transferred to lower pop servers would have worked. People would have been would have been willing to go to a server where they were not in control just to not be on a dead server. That was your fucking window. That that can't work now because you already fucked it. So it this whole thing upsets me to the core and like yeah, we'll we'll get to it, but your opportunity was with the people on dead servers. Those people are no longer on dead servers. They're on mega servers. Opportunity lost. So that being well, said, all right, sorry. You, you, I was you just say, say like, they, um, after reading their statement that they put out recently, it sounds a lot like the, uh, you know, guys, we haven't tried anything and we're really just all out of ideas. And I was Uh. really disappointed, but not surprised by what they said, because let's be honest, a good source of revenue for them has been people server transferring. Right. Um, It's as simple as that. Like um, the, I was on, I've talked about it several times on all the podcasts I've been on. Uh, I was on uh, a, a server called Stalag, which, at the best of times, um, in classic, uh, was like 70 30 since BWL. Uh, by the time AQ rolled around, there was only one, um, Alliance Guild, and that one, uh, took, uh, bribes to, um, uh, like camp certain horde guilds that they, that people didn't like. My guild was one of them. It's, it's not important. It was weird, pointless drama from the AQ event. That was so weird. Uh, but by the time TBC came around, we had um, a huge uptick in Alliance population. And by that, I mean we went from 1% to 5%. And at that point, they all left because why would you stay on a server where you have to corpse walk four times to get to a raid? I like, mean that's what that's what we do now. They, uh, I know like to and get I, to S S S C we on white on on white main it's it's two to four times. I'm always impressed that people have stayed that you guys have stayed on that server. Well, well I mean we we would have to pay like for all of our characters to move for an entire guild to get to another server. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys, is that I think that the way that Blizzard is looking at it is they're looking at not beneficial data, right? So they're saying, you know, that people will transfer to servers and maybe we shouldn't migrate servers because people don't want to migrate servers or maybe we shouldn't let transfers open because, you know, now a balanced server will become imbalanced. There's a very clear 
result in this. And there's a very clear path as to how you could do this. You can cap servers, right? Like no faction can go above 60% of the other faction, right? And if it does, then you don't allow people to transfer to that server from that faction. And that's fine, right? What that limits is them, It they will say, well, friends can't play with friends then because they can't log in and they can't join the same server, right? Sometimes you have to spend money to make money. That's all I'm saying is that you have lost more people to this faction imbalance problem than you have gained from friends coming to play with friends. Can we just lay that out there? Like, <laughs> you have lost way more people to this. Honestly, I think they've made quite a bit of money from the server imbalance. I, I really think they've made, like, just a ton from Yeah, prior uh, to the, f- the free from, transfers, yeah. Yeah, from people transferring. Because you get, you get it twice. Once when one faction uh, goes away, and again when the majority of the dominant faction transfers to another new server because they didn't want to be there on a server where there is no one to fight. Yep. All right, well, let's go through some of these uh, some of these I- ideas and I'm going to skip down guys to the one for the free trans tr- uh, transfers to minority from majority only. Now, I'm going to read what he said. This logically makes a lot of sense. However, there are some details to consider. Looking inward as a player, would you voluntarily move to the outnumbered faction on a realm? If yes, if the answer is yes, can you honestly say that you feel that a significant number of other players would make a similar choice? Again, using the data we've gathered over the past few years, it's fairly conclusive that players do not take ad advantage of free faction of uh of a faction free realm transfers i don't know what that's it's trying to say faction transfers or paid uh not faction uh realm transfers or paid uh, transfers to move to the underdog faction it's just not something that happens to a degree to move the needle in a positive direction and offering that move as the only option that players have for free transfers is likely not going to be positively received by the players who are unhappy with their current realm. Now, again, what I want to say is fuck you. You had a perfect opportunity with the dying servers. Now the servers aren't dying. They're already dead and people are gone. Of course this isn't going to work now, but it could have worked before and you were too lazy to try. You could have done it first and then if it didn't work, change. I don't think it's too lazy. I think it's It's financially motivated. No, I think it's financially motivated. Free transfers? Free? They don't get any, they didn't get anything from the free transfers where they let all the people on the dead servers move. Correct. But it's financially motivating to them to let them transfer because that keeps them playing, right? What's not, but they would still have a option to trans to transfer to someone who just doesn't like they could have went to, I mean, it could have specifically helped white men. Like it, they would have chosen us and been like, oh, well. White made 60-40, I'll go there. 
a lot of people go there. All of a sudden, we're at 50-50 because of those dying server people coming to us. Correct. And I think that 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 was a problem, right? They open free transfers and they don't designate, like, if you're Alliance, you can go here. If you're Horde, you can go here. If, like, they don't designate that. Lazy. They just say, go wherever you want because we want to make you happy, which in the end makes everybody angry. And I think that they, yes, they've made a lot of money off of these character transfer fees that they've done before. But the free transfers, they're just missing the boat. I think they're just trying to make people happy and letting them transfer. And yeah, they probably don't want to transfer to a less populated alliance area. But you know what? If you give them the choice of being on a PvP server that has 100%, 99% alliance versus being on a PvP server that has 40% alliance, they're going to go to that one. But if you give them the option of going from a PvP server that has 60% alliance, they're going to go to that one. So don't give them that freaking option. Like, that's not an option. If you're alliance, you can go to this server. If you're horde, you can go to this server. Like, that's it. And and just to like, uh, uh, Naysmith, you do know what's happened, like, since they opened up the free transfers, like... Yeah. Like basically benedictions went to 93.8% alliance. Uh yeah. Feralina is is 99.2 percent horde. White main went from like a 37% alliance pop to now it's down to 23%. Like it's basically the oh, only yeah. server that's surviving is Fire Maw. And it's like it's getting unbalanced now too. Like it was at fifty fifty just a few a few weeks ago. Now it's at fifty four point five to forty five point five. So, but did you have thoughts? Sorry, I do think like there are so many just tangible benefits from being on a server where your side is dominant. It makes it like you can level alts easier. You can gather things easier. If it's a smaller server, you don't have a whole lot of bot competition. Like, there are so many benefits to being on the, like, on the top side, on the, uh, on the winning side, especially not having to, like, as we've said earlier, slog through to get to SSC just to raid. And on PvP servers that are, like, pretty well, well balanced, you don't see a lot of bots in the open world either because the other side faction kills them. But on ones that are dominated, they just make a bot on the dominant side, you know? And so, therefore, bots are able to creep into the open world, even on PvP servers at at, at that point. But, yeah, of course nobody's going to choose to do it. That's why I'm so mad that they lost this opportunity with the dead servers to actually correct a problem. And now they're looking at it and being like, well, that option just doesn't make sense. Of course it doesn't now. Like. At least say you fucked up. Like, that's the part I mean, they where did. I'm upset. They did pretty much say, like, that they should have addressed this sooner. They did no, they say They said that. they should have opened up free transfers sooner. No, you should have done free, trans- free transfers in a smart way, a responsible way. But instead, you did the irresponsible, easy option. I mean... Uh- 
I don't know. I don't know that there, I agree that there are things that they could have done. I think that there's still not an easy solution and there never will be. And I well, think there's they definitely, need to I mean, make, there's just not a, so there's just not a solution now, but okay. we're going to go but I also through think, a couple more of their, their ideas. Yeah. But let me just say, like, if this was a new game, there would be a lot more solutions than there is in a classic game. Because yeah, I mean, I guess they dropped game, the ball way back in in like classic too. Like well, they I don't even the think they dropped with. the ball in the classic. Well, yeah, in classic, but I don't think they dropped the ball. This wasn't an issue in vanilla. Like there was a lot of alliance players, there was a lot of horde players, and. As well, the on game went invalid on, servers in 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 vanilla, the largest servers were th were like a little over three thousand people. So the server right. imbalance with three thousand people, as opposed to white main right right now that has seventeen thousand people, four k on alliance, thirteen k on horde. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah. And like depending on the layer you on, you could really be fucked. Like Yeah. So it's a big difference Is there still in just layers amount on of people. Main? Oh yeah, there's layers on any server that's that's large. Yeah, we haven't had layers on Earth Fury in a while. Um Yeah, it's like there are foundational problems that they attempted to write uh when they created TBC. They like uh the the um class imbalance giving each other paladins and shaman but they still the fa the the factions horde has some uh, advantages in pve that are just they're really distinct and they're pretty large compared to what alliance has that doesn't help with faction imbalance either when one yeah, side but i mean if you think about it how how many people it's it's not a huge population of people that pvp at a high level in arena. So it's, I still don't know how, like, and we'll see how big of a point that is when we go to wrath, where human is definitely probably the bis character for most of the bis classes in PVP. It's, it's not just PVP. It's PVE too. Like true, um, true. Yeah. Orc, uh, like the orc racial is really, really good. Like, uh, just having an extra trinket that you can pop on top of your other one really good like the healing it gives you a healing debuff but who cares about that because there's so many like advantages to it um like the the factions are not equal in any way and then on top of that you um like you give it like it's literally a huge advantage to have the dominant faction there's i don't know if there's a really good way but you say that but across all realms pve and pvp it's 46 to 53. Yeah. You know. It is. Yeah. But then if you take out if you take out the PvE servers, then all of a sudden it's 61 horde, 38 alliance, then you uh you uh take out the uh oh wait, hold on. I just messed it up. Then you just do PvE uh and you get Alliance is sixty four percent there, so I just so don't like, understand I still don't, why I still they don't can't, know why they can't allow. So, if you're on white main, if you're a horde, 
you can transfer off. If you're an alliance, you can't free transfer off. And I get that they should limit the mega servers, right? Like, who was it in her chat? Mm, Stompin' Wind said you should limit the mega servers, right? Like, shouldn't let anybody come to the mega server. But at the same time, we need Alliance to come to the mega server. But we shouldn't have allowed so many Horde on the mega server. Yeah, well, and sorry to finish what I was going to say. With the 6138 uh, PvP realms across Im imbalance, just imagine if all the PvP servers were that balance. I would be okay with that. And I think many people would be okay with with that. It's still a pretty big Im imbalance, but it's workable. Like, But what's happening is that Everybody's just on the different servers. I keep harping back to like they missed their opportunity to fix a lot of this problem and they failed. But um, let's go through uh, some of their other I ideas real quick. So one of them was make the lower pop faction on the server incentivized to want to play on that server. So I guess they get something from it, whether it be kind of like the. Uh, Kind of like the, um, the, the PVP meals. reward. Yeah, the, the yeah the PVP happy meals, like where you get a little extra something, maybe extra experience while leveling, maybe extra rep while doing dungeons, um, things of that nature. So I think to do that, they would have to offer a reward that's large enough, yeah, that it's going to make the other side upset that they don't get it. Like, right, that's the thing, is that you could offer me a Happy Meal for leveling Alliance on this side, but transferring to Alliance when I'm already 70 or 60 is not enticing at all. Yeah, I mean, maybe. the One of the other options that they talked about was cap factions at, six, at 40, 60, or 35, 65. Um, and what they're saying is, um, actually like, like, like making it so you can't log in if you're on the, uh, if you're on, like, if there's not enough, if you're on a server that's dominated by Horde and there's not enough Alliance logged in, you wait in a queue until a Horde leaves and then you get in. And that's their i. That's another idea that they had. Sounds like a horrible idea, unless you also it could it could work if you also offer that that server permanent free transfers until faction is fixed. That sounds like a great way to like have uh, always have six people missing from raid night. Like yeah, hundred percent. That sounds awful. Like there are. I could see, I like, here's the thing. I could see if you said you cap layers at a certain percentage of horde versus alliance, right? And maybe you're a horde on a layer with no alliance on a PvP server. But then that brings in other issues of, like, now you have free reign to do whatever you want if you log in at the right time or if you get on a certain layer. like. 
I don't know. But a cue sounds like awful. That's anytime there are multiple layers, I feel like that's ripe for abuse by people that are farming stuff as well. Yeah. Um there's that I am I can't believe I'm saying this. I am slightly sympathetic to Blizzard because this is a problem that doesn't have an easy solution. It doesn't. Other than it, it really doesn't. Like I do think Bob's solution would have helped. I don't know if it would have fixed it though. Oh, I like, don't think it yeah, I don't think it would have fixed it. I think it would have helped tremendously though. And it would have been a, a good thing to test. But yeah, I don't think it would have fixed it. Like we can't like it or not, we can't force people to play the game the way they don't want to. And a lot of people, if if we believe their data, and I think it's like the way people transfer shows they don't really want to not be the dominant faction. Like Right. But they also don't want to be the only faction on a lot of these PvP servers, right? So yeah. there's a lot of PvP servers that are just horde. And I honestly think they the only it. the only viable thing they have, and I don't like this because I don't really like the game as it stands, but you have to connect the servers like they do in retail. Like mm. that well, way, we're going to get to that. We're g- that's 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 the last one on the list. We'll talk about that one in a second, though. Real, real quick on this on on this one though. Before we move up, this would work if you always allowed free moves to a server that you weren't dominated on. People would get fed up with six people not not coming to raid and they would just go ahead and move. You could say they would quit, but the people playing right now, most of them make it a fucking quit. Like, I think you have just to like, implement we're not going to quit. Like, I think you have to implement guild transfers. Well, no free, like free transfers would allow the entire guild to go too. But like only those two options would be a strong arm. Here's the thing. That's a lot of coordination. And that's a lot of like talking to people and making sure that everybody's okay with it, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like if there was a button that you could push to say guild transfer to X, Y, and Z. And then guild said, and then every guild member said yes or no, I'm good. Like, I think that honestly would help a lot because a lot of the holdbacks is people having a whole guild of People that don't want to transfer, like. Or not even really knowing how to move. Also, another thing that's on that is the, like, when you, tra- when you transfer, I forget what the cooldown is, but I think it it's months to, to you where can't you, can't, you can't transfer again for months. I thought it was 60 days or something like that. It like it might be, but that's still two months, and that could scare the crap out of somebody uh, m- uh, moving too. But I really think that this is a strong arm option that could work. Along, you'd have to have those two things in 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 play: the queue and the option to always get out of that queue to a place where you're never going to queue. Like it's and so like it that could work. I think it's a really strong arm option that would rub a lot of people the wrong way. So I do agree that it probably wouldn't be great, but it would probably But is it going to rub them the wrong way enough for them to quit playing? Which is really all Blizzard Matt cares about, right? 
let's be honest. The the three interns they have working on it, they're the ones that care if people <laughs> keep playing. <laughs> All right, so finance and then department the, cares if they keep playing. <laughs> and then the next option is just like the we talked about it before, like going ahead and like like always allowing you to move from a majority server to a minority server, but I don't think that's going to get a lot of people going anytime soon. So uh, only if that was with the queue, would that have any, would that work at all? So the next one was what was what was what Naismith eluded to. And he said, open up cross realm play or con or, or connected realms. Um, I don't really like this option much at all, but if you want to, like, it's a way to solve, it's the easiest way to solve the problem of there's just not being members of the other faction near you. It does destroy, I think they're right when it says it destroys the server identity, but honestly, I'm not that attached to a server. I'm more attached to having fun. At this point, the servers are so big that it's not the same like server mentality that you had before, right? In vanilla, like you knew that person that you saw in Battlegrounds all the time. You knew those people you saw in Ironforge and Stormwind. Can I say that I know anyone on my server that's like iconic for the server? No. And maybe Bob does, maybe other people do. That's fine. But what I'm saying is that the servers are a million times larger than they used to be. So if we're talking about identity, that's not a thing anymore. It's not. I I can tell you right now, uh, there was a guy uh, on my TBC server when it was current uh, named Bottle Guy, who the, every time he logged in, put in every single trade chat, like trade chat, looking for group, everything. Uh, general hail satan literally every time i still remember that guy to this day right there is no one like that in uh that i could name off the top of my head outside of my guild right anymore. and i think our guilds are our communities now right like and i i am only speaking from my personal experience because there could be a lot of people who feel very differently right but in my mind... Oh, you're going to get to hear from one in just a second. I'm just letting you finish. Okay, that's fine. But in my mind, the server doesn't mean what the server used to mean because we've increased it all already. We've already got cross-faction or cross-server um, battlegrounds that we've had forever, right? And that's fine, but what are we really holding on to here? What are we really holding on to with the server and i get that we're like scared of this slippery slope that's gonna turn into retail and i get that but i think we're there like we basically have cross servers with seventeen thousand members instead of three thousand members like that's basically just a bunch of servers lumped into one all right well i'm gonna go here no no, like I don't know if anybody's watched the like the most recent Mads Mads season video, but 
This is one of the things he specifically points out, and I agree. I agree with looking for rain and looking for a freaking group, too. Do not put that in my game. I don't care if I'm on a mega server. At least make it the mega server. I do not want cross-realm crap where I'm like, yes, you might not, not run into the same people. But on these mega servers, lots of people are raid logging. The people that play work up characters, you're going to keep running into those same people. It does happen. It happens to me constantly. No, the cross realm crap is crap. Okay, it how about this? How about just crap? Okay, fine. How about just have one server in a bunch of different uh layers? How about that? That's what we have. Oh, you mean one server across the board? Yeah, no. just in general. That's just the one... same thing. Well, here, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Citing Mad Season does nothing for me. Uh, I watched several of his videos. They are filled with... I don't want to shit talk the guy because I think he's stopped playing WoW, but I was incredibly unimpressed after I looked into some of the claims in some of his videos. Um, I don't like the idea of cross realms at all. I don't. I don't either. But if you want to actually have the other faction, that's the only way we're going to actually have to have it. We have, what, one out of 30 servers that is even close to balanced at the moment? Yeah, it's. It, but it's the same lazy attitude that led us to to retail and people never even really talking. Like... The, I mean, this actually I'm isn't as bad. I'm not talking about looking bad. for group and looking hold for on, raid. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how do you get the community together? Like, do you have a do you have a community identity? Do you have a server identity right now? Yeah. Like, yes, you're on white main, but is there anything about white main that makes it white main for you? Tell me that. I mean, all the people that I know, the different horde that I that I fight while working up different characters, the different like I mean, literally while we were while we have were before hardcore, we were working up and we ran into multiple rogues that we had multiple fights with across a uh, like across multiple zones throughout like mm -hmm. sixty one to sixty five. It was a rivalry that was fun and cheeky, like. Th that type of stuff doesn't happen if you do the the cross the cross round play. And I think and I would argue that just that type of stuff doesn't happen. Not looking for a new a, a new way to fix it. Okay. They're just looking at the bullshit retail way that I they agree, that they fixed but I, it. I would argue that that type of stuff doesn't happen because there's mega servers at the same time, right? Like I understand that you and say whose fault that, that we... there's mega servers. Okay. And that's what I'm saying is that if you're going to have mega servers, why not just have cross realm? Like, I get I don't want to be forced into that because they d d decided to let it happen. Okay. No. But there's I'm nothing be we can do about, about the mega servers now. There's nothing we can do. We, they're not going to oh, say. I can, I can definitely pitch a bitch and hope that they get different people. Here's the thing. We don't play the game the way we used to. Right. At all. Like, we don't consume it the way we used to. Raid logging wasn't a thing. It wasn't. Like, it was not something that happened as much as it does well, now. Yeah, oh, well, we, and, well, but we also... Like, we are... At the same the time, emphasis, though. The emphasis we have on this game now is parsing and speedrunning, which means we can do it as fast and efficiently as possible. 
that wasn't what we did when this game was current. There was raid logging, dude. Like we oh, there was. did it. We we did it. Like yeah, you it's did just it. that it five took nights five a week. yeah, five days a week and all we did was raid. But yeah, like yeah. we did just raid log. We just played, you know, we thirty to forty hours more. a week raiding. You know, yeah, we played significantly more, which led to us knowing the people around us so much more. Right? I can't get. But to we were know in the- raid, though. I mean, we just got to know the people that were in our our um, but, raid, like the same. But as- you you still had to farm the gold and mats for consumables. Mm-hmm. Which meant more time in game, which meant learning the people that could craft on your server in case some like the one guy that was the elixir master in your guild somewhat, wasn't online. Somewhat like like most of the time we, and those, we hold on, hold on though. I mean if we're being if we're being serious, we'll go back to vanilla. None of us farmed shit because we like we were going to run MC re regardless every week. So we brought in five farmers that that loved to farm, but couldn't get into a raid to save their life. So we'd bring them on the MC run. They would give us all kinds of shit, whether it be mats, money, whatever else, and they would fund us. And they would get gear that we had no use for use for whatsoever okay but that's, that's not what that's not entirely us. true what also funded us is that we needed 40 people and we had 45 that were always logged in and the five people that weren't in the raid would farm that's their job they, to yeah they DKP. would also farm to you earn, could DKP, earn too. dkp by farming if you weren't in the raid and that's how it that's the life of what it was like in vanilla in a you know but Fairly also to guild, like, right? Yeah, and so to, to add on to that, like for instance, BWL only twenty five percent of the pop the population was even raiding that when it was current in vanilla. The rest of the population were people that uh, lots of them never even got to sixty. So, like, it's different, but it's the same. It's just. The difference is, is it takes us a lot less time to do the same thing we did prior. It does. And that means we have so much less time with the community. Like, we we just don't. Like, I leveled with only people in my guild. I didn't level with anyone else. Uh, we had, like, five-man groups where we would spam run dungeons. Um, I, we quested occasionally, but that was only when, like, our fifth or fourth person wasn't online. Like, we have become insular, and we are, like, I'm closer with my guild now than, like, I ever was back in the day. Same. But a lot of that's because the, techno- the technology is better. Discord is way, mm-hmm. uh, such a better platform than, than TeamSpeak or Vent. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that comes with drawbacks. Like, I don't have, like, the Vent IDs for all, like, the best guilds on the server, because we're not always talking to each other about, right. like, strategies and stuff like that. There, like, there weren't seventy different YouTube videos showing you the strats on how right. to beat something. You didn't have to talk to the guilds that were further along. Like, you can just go watch the Fat Boss video on what it is that you're supposed to be doing, or the yeah. Cricks video. Like, we have designed a system to be efficient and to encourage us to be more insular. And now we're wondering why we don't have the community we used to. Yeah. Well, and something else to add too. Honestly, Mel and I leveled 
like, you know, white main extremely overpopulated, leveling is still pretty fine. Unless you're in Hellfire Peninsula, like, you know, there's a lot of bottom feeders that, you know, come over, uh, you know, either to just farm on or while they're in queue. At that point, you know, it makes sense. You know, they're just trying to get a kill or two. But then, you know, you've got the people that are just trying to kill the really easy targets. But later on in the later zones, like we run into Horde all the time. They're doing their thing. We're doing our thing. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes we don't, depending on who wants to tag on a mob and stuff like that. But like, you know, if you're outnumbered, you just don't tag the mob. You know, it's and it's fine. It's just really the biggest problem is I've brought this up before is like SSC. Like TK is fine. Like there's tons of horde, but we still are able to get, you know, sometimes we're not able to get to do uh, stone summons and that's okay. Like people just go ahead and make their way there. But in SSC, you literally just can't get in there without wasting 20 minutes. Yeah, but and that's we have people where like, like you could make, summon. but you could make SSC. Like once you get in the tunnel, like, to where it's just like shat, where you just can't attack anybody, you yeah. know, and that would solve the problem, a lot of the problems that you deal with on these in these inbound servers. Just a small change like like that. I mean, I think here's here's my last take on this is that I think what we're searching for is no longer there, no matter what. I think what people are searching for with that connection and that, you know, loyalty to a certain server and population is no longer there for reasons because of server population is so much bigger for reasons such as people raid log a lot more and me included, like we have a raid, a guild, uh, I don't know, an auction guild bank person that literally provides us with all of our necessary consumes. And so I don't even have to farm those because he's amazing. And so there's that. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You uh, you haven't been listening to the show for a bit, huh? Yeah, Kim oh provides, like Kim basically set it up to where we're just making so much money that all flasks, everything is guild provided, flask food, Manapods, uh, elixirs, manapods, elixirs, manapods. Um, sorry, nets. Uh, Every week, I don't have to do everything. anything. I'm sorry, I'm actually pots, haste pots. I'm actually creating my character on white main now. <laughs> Come on over, brother. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. I mean, he is really like he knows how to corner the market. He made like this Discord server on like. Different people that can craft things. He basically like, like makes quests for us. He's like, okay, um, if you want to do this quest, you go take these mats from this. And he's got different guild bags with different alts <laughs> and stuff set up with different alts from the guild, like us yeah. set up. He's like, okay, if you want to take this quest, you go get these mats, you make this amount. Um, on certain ones, he's like, he, yeah, he's return. like, any. He's like, any procs that you get, you get to keep for this. Or he's like, it, okay, if you make all of these, you keep this amount for you. Like, it's just literally giving incentives and quests for people <laughs> to do different jobs. Like, he's he's unbelievable. And it doesn't cost he's people amazing. any money, right? Like, 
he I'm not joking. I'm legitimately creating the character now. What what class do you guys need? <laughs> I mean, we could use a boom. We could use a boom kid. Or a boom we don't kid. have a boom kid. Wonderful. Always <laughs> wanted to play a chicken. <laughs> well, if you haven't used your boost too, you could be there quick. Yeah. Oh, that that's true. But yeah, like so, we don't even get on, right? So, what I'm saying is that. How do we look at server identity? How do we say, this is what I loved about classic and this is what I want to see because we're not seeing that now. Like We're seeing it to an extent. But how do we prevent us getting to the point that this is a slippery slope down to the retail platform, right? Because I think that that's what everybody's fear is, is that we're going to just trickle that was my into this whole point at the start they already fucked it like they fucked it in classic and they screwed it here with an opportunity to make it a little better with the free transfers it's and you're and you're right we do have mega servers that make the server i identity way less but that doesn't mean that i can't still be pissed about it because they let it happen okay they did let it happen and that's fine we're over it we're going to move on with our lives, but where do we go from here? And from well, here, I, offer, uh, I think up. my suggestion, I was not done talking. From I'm sorry. Here, I, I interrupted. <laughs> from here, I think my suggestion is let's find a way to say this is a good compromise that we could do that we feel like would still keep us in the classic community. And I feel like as the so classic your community. Statement- we are one right now, but. So your statement is the best option is to do the cross realm? It's not. It's still. Okay. Let's... Well, then what is your best option? I don't know. Okay. Naismith, to close out, what do you think is the best option? I think you're on the cross, cross realm route, right? No. I think that's what right. they're going to do because I think that's the easiest one. I honestly think if I had my. If I had my way, I would have uh, server uh, merges. I wouldn't do anything like I wouldn't do anything else. Uh, I know that that means that sometimes you're gonna lose your, lose your name, lose your name. But guess what? That's the only way to even come close to having servers be close to fifty fifty again. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, you. There's no amount of free transfers that is going to fix a population that is ninety ten. Or ninety five five. No, like there, no amount yeah. of that is going to do that. Now, yeah, those, yeah. I mean, a population that's ninety five five, the horde aren't happy, and the alliance on that server are just like, whatever. I'm here to like. Well, it's make yeah, it's not small it's, horde. It's not just unhappy. horde. Like, there's yeah, there's still benediction too. Like, that's the opposite. On a ninety five five server, the alliance are fucking unicorns. Like. Seeing one is an event. Right. And like I we, saw a leprechaun. Like, like Deathblow or not Deathblow. Like uh Meldron said he was like they're little factions of what did he call them? Uh splinter cells. Yeah, he's like they're little splinter cells. And that might have been Def Camp. He's like they're little splinter cells all through the area no, that like definitely Meldron. Yeah. Oh. But uh okay, so you know, I do think the option that would actually work and it would put the choice in players' hands would be 
for the queue. Now, I, like, but that only works to a point to where, like, that only works for, like, the 75 to 25. Like, once you go before, once you go lower than 25, like, I don't know how that could even work at all. You would basically just be saying you can't play until you move. But at the same time, maybe that would just force it. But I think that could work. I do think for the 95.5 servers, Naismith, like, is probably on the right point. You have to merge. But then what do you do with... I mean, basically, you'd be merging Benediction and Feralita, and then you'd have a massive server. So, like, yeah, like there's just... They've fucked it. And that's where we're at now. See, they've... I'm only going to give them partial blame for this. They fucked it. They, well, they gave us the tools, but we're the ones that fucked it horribly. Like, we're the ones that gladly took up the, uh, say, hey, oh, yeah, we will gladly uh, transfer over here and create these toxic communities where the uh, other faction is just hunted willy-nilly. Yeah, phase like, two. Phase two yeah, on my man. Phase, phase two literally killed, like, there were killed people that servers. couldn't level. They, well, yeah, it killed mine. Like, Stalag was never the same after Phase 2. Killed Def Camp and Melderon's. Yeah. I mean, we we persevered, right? But I'm not even kidding. We took a corpse walk ten times every time we tried to get into DM. Every time. One one thing that's really cool is the alliance that are still on white, on white main, are some tenacious motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. They're not going to let shit fly. Well, it's just like, we just keep going. You have no option but to be. You guys have been shit on so often that it's, like, it's honestly kind of inspiring to see that you guys are still going at it. Well, and there's never free transfers off of white main. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, and, yeah, that's, like, I mean, you... If you haven't heard us complain about it before, when they opened these free trans these free transfers up, I mean, we had an okay-ish population of like thirty-eight percent. Yeah. And luckily Feralina took the biggest brunt of the hit. Um, and most of the horde moved over there. But I mean, they literally just screwed us and like we're just sitting there with no option to do anything. Like we just can't I mean, we just have to take it. Or for me it'd be what Faction transfers, what, 30 bucks for just my four, well, five characters now. It would be freaking uh, 150 bucks for just my characters, then 120 bucks for Mel's. Like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, It's like I said earlier, it's a great money making (laughs) uh, strategy. Yeah, but they're just, losing money. Like, we're not paying that. We're just going <laughs> to write it out or we're going to quit, right? Like, and how many people have just quit instead of transferring? Like, yeah, you get 10 people that pay for a transfer and the other 10 people out of the guild quit because they're like, it's not I mean, worth it. That, that does happen. But, like, I was looking at the popu- the server populations and, like, the amount of people that are logging is still remarkably high in this mm-hmm. game. Like. Well, I mean, it's, a, it's just a raid, like TBC, if you don't PvP or work up alts, it's just a raid loggy 
Ex- yeah, it's a great login expansion. Until, a- yeah, until you get the dailies. Which isn't horrible, guys. Like, I want to stress that I don't hate that. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't either. I've been on that forever. Like, and I don't think it's bad. Blizzard makes the same amount of money if I log in every day or if I log in once a week. They make the same amount of money from me. So why are they so intent on making us log in every day? <laughs> like, because that increases the likelihood that you will keep logging in. I don't know. I, I log in know. every day. I that's or true. I log in every week because of my guild. Not because of Blizzard. I log in because of my guild. And my guild is really my family, right? Like, my guild is the people, they're the only reason I'm coming back. They're the only reason I'm continuing to play. They're the only reason that I corpse walk to SSC five times before I Mel, get in. I'm sorry. But that uh, your little speech there sounded an awful lot like a country song, just for a second. <laughs> and then my dog died. All right. Well, <laughs> God, we're gonna we're we're gonna move on to the next piece, and yeah, we gave you the discussion we had, but man, guys, I epically drop, failed lizard. at reading chat because it was way more than it usually is. <laughs> so I apologize. All right. Well, so um, all right. So the next order of business and the next piece of news is blizzard has uh come back they we covered this prior um because there's been a lot of misinformation from content creators about uh talking about tier six and basically saying that blizzard is not going to put the pre-nerf version in and and blizzard's coming out and saying once again that this content really didn't have much changes besides bug fixes throughout like Sunwell did. So did tier five. So did tier four, but tier six really just kind of came in bug fixed and was done. Like, and so there's, they're just letting you know that like, it's going to be the same throughout the entire tier. And uh, yes, on private servers, it was definitely harder on a lot of them from what a lot of the people have told us, but that's not the way it's going to be here. Yeah, um, I can tell you as someone that uh, struggled through Tier 5 back in the day, uh, like my guild, we we it was rough getting through Tier 5. When we actually made it to Tier 6, we were shocked at how easily we killed bosses and how we went from like the one boss in Black Temple that gave us trouble back then was actually reliquary. Um, after we got through that, we downed bosses like two or three a week until we killed Illidan after only about four nights on him. You compare that with the like trial that it was to get Kael'thas down, and I was shocked at that. Like, well, and it it got me to thinking. Like, it got me to thinking back to like when they were making the game. So. Remember, you know, they made, like, the end of Vanilla, they made Nax, and they're like, holy shit, nobody got through this. But then internally they're talking, well, nobody got through it because, you know, like, there there wasn't incentive to do it because the new, the new thing was coming out soon, TBC, you know. So let's continue. And, you know, they'd been working on these raids, like, you know, after Nax was done... You know, they were working on them and like kind of making them the same as Nax or, you know, almost as as hard if 
if if not in their minds what they thought might be harder. But then they get into TBC, and oh my gosh, people start dropping because like people just can't get through this shit. Like attunements are confusing as hell. Like everything's going rough. They struggle nerfing con you know the con the the content to keep the the player base going. So tier six probably came out and they were like, okay, just just give them a breath of fresh air, make it easy. That's my total speculation guess of what was going on behind the scenes back in the day, and that's what made it so easy. I, I can't tell you what it is. Like there are there are some fights in tier six that are challenging. Like Archimond is not complex, but back in the day it was challenging. Granted, my guild then found out about a pretty much like almost a borderline exploit where if you hide behind a tree, it ner- it like there's literally nothing that happens and you can it turns it into a tank and spank. But um like there are some challenging fights in there. There's nothing that compares to the uh like the mass chaos of trying to handle Kael'thas, uh like phase three. Back, like because back then that was the height of like just all like borderline impossible. Like it was like no one was able to do it well. Like and it shows even after it was nerfed, people were still like there I, I remember reading an article a couple months ago about how people were still on Kael'thas months at like a month or so after they get to it. And so they were eventually they just removed all the tombments and people started going into uh Mount Hydra and were like, oh wait, this place is a joke. Like once you get past trash, the bosses are simple. It's yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about that too in discussion, but just to give everybody the news, um yeah, it's it's going to be the same thing. There's not gonna be a pre nerf or a post nerf thing. It's just gonna be the original without the bugs. And so cool. All right. Last piece of news is the PTR is now back open again. We will have the link in the show notes that tells you exactly how to go and set your PTR account up. Cause it's not super straightforward. You do have to go to the, to the, to the battle.net site and actually opt in and then it'll show up as a drop as a drop down just like your wow classic drop down you know before they like split them out from retail so just to let you know check that in the show notes with that being said let's move into Bobby we need to have a talk about this World of Warcraft classic. Do I look like I know what a WoW token is? So this weekend discussion is going to be a lot of Nate of Naismith telling us how the PTR is and how these fights are going to be going forward in Tier 6. So where would you like to start, Naismith? Well, why don't we just start where you have to start, Mount Hydro. Now, Mount Hydro is a different style of instance than we have had before it's it's very odd um but the rewards from there if you have seen the rings 
are fairly substantial. Uh, you get uh, rep with every uh, trash kill and every boss kill. And once you hit Exalted, you get a ring. If you're like a warlock, it's amazing. It actually has a chance to proc spell damage, and it's really, really powerful. Um, <clears throat> the big caveat of uh, Mount Hyjal is that you have to deal with eight waves of trash um, that spawn on a timer uh, before you fight the boss. Wait, is Mount Hyjal like an Onyxia type thing? Like one boss? <sighs> or is it... No, it, it's it's five bosses. Okay. So what happens is you go in, when you enter Mount Hyjal, you enter this weird cave with three entrances. All of them have their own portal on them. I've never only done one- it before. I I didn't raid in classic TBC. I only PvP'd. So this is interesting. Oh, don't worry. It, this is... Uh, it, it it's pretty like once I explain it, it's not complex. It sounds it can sound complex, but it it's really not. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is is I've never actually played Warcraft three, but apparently you're like you're playing out a scenario from Warcraft three. Uh, I, I I would try to find that more interesting, but I don't really listen <laughs> to the lore too much. I don't either. Um, what you do is um. <laughs> You enter, and uh, as you enter uh, the instance, you're in this little cave, and you see two NPCs in the back. Um, those two NPCs have uh, rep uh, rewards, and it's the tier six vendor. So know that that's where you're going to get your tier six is inside Mount Hydral. Um, as you enter, you uh, there are t- uh, there are three portals. Uh, there's one straight across, and one to the right. Those are blocked off. You can't get into those until you've killed some bosses. To the left, you'll go there. You uh, As you enter, you're teleported into an alliance camp. Even if you're Horde, you're in an alliance camp. And you help the alliance forces beat back uh, the Scourge invasion, so all the undead. As so, it should be. <laughs> yeah, that that that's certainly an opinion. Um <laughs> Uh, as you, uh, uh, like the first, uh, you go talk to lady, uh, Jaina, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Um, Jaina Bradmore. Yes. She is there with, um, there are probably, I don't know, maybe 15 to 20 NPCs that will help you against the trash. Uh, they do die though. So, and they don't get <laughs> rezzed right away. So. I mean, try to keep the bad guys off of them. They can be useful. Like can it's you useful heal to have them, them. And buff them and stuff. You can heal them. I I don't know. I think you can buff them. I'm not sure. Sh- <sighs> I mean, that's a big thing in the hardcore thing. Is like like buff this guy that we have to escort because they freaking. De- but sorry, yeah. Sorry to sorry to de- derail you. No, there's no need to. Um, yeah. Uh, so once you talk to Lady Jaina, you start the pretty much event. Uh, if she dies, it ends and you have to restart it, uh, wave one. So you get way eight waves of trash. Um, there are different, um, in each one, there's a different, uh, like set amount and there'll be tons of spreadsheets that tell you each and every one just, uh, your raid leader will have it. Um, 
there are certain uh, trash mobs that need extra attention. Um, abominations do a lot of damage. They usually need to be tanked away. But this is where your paladin tank is going to shine and be loved. That's what we've heard, yeah. Pretty much, once you get the um, once you get them under control, AOE them down. That's it. Rinse, repeat. Um, and then you get to the first boss after eight waves of this. The first boss is named Rage Winter Chill. The first time I fought Rage Winter Chill, I thought he was a joke. And this is back when, like, I didn't know how to play properly. <laughs> like, this was. We, uh, the night we killed Kael'thas, we were like, hey, let's go to Hygel. We're all attuned now. Let's just see what it's like. And we killed him on our second attempt. And we were just like, wait, what? Uh, so that was the first night you killed Kael'thas because you hadn't gotten through it no. prior to them opening up Hygel. That's no. so cool. That's so cool. Uh, we, we got there and we were just like, what is this? Is this like a reward for killing Kale? Like, like here you go. We had, we, we had been on Kalethos for I'm not joking three weeks, like with like four nights a week rating. We had not been able to do it. God, we were such bad players back in the day. Mm. But <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, we were all just like, you know, it was just a slower process. There wasn't the information. I I tell people in our guild all the time, like. This is weird for me every time we're like rushing through something because I used to be able to go AFK because we talk about a fight after we wiped for like a good five to ten minutes figuring out what we could do differently. Most of the time it was like tanks like trying to work things out with each other and different people with like a like a set like a set job. Like so it it was a lot of talking and a lot of explaining and a lot before every poll whereas like now it's just like did you watch the video well because we okay. go through it so much faster and well it's just we have all the information now whereas yeah. back when naismith was first doing this they didn't like that's you know? true um like i compared this to um you know the uh six like packs of trash that you have to kill around lurker in ssc back in the day that would take 30 minutes that takes maybe eight now like because right. we just we we know who like our paladins know who to aoe tank we aoe it down like it, it's it's simple uh you do everything now in and raid a, comps are correctly set up and yeah like you everything takes a tenth of the time that it used to but um so you get to rage winter chill rage on the ptr I have not wiped on him yet. I have fought him three times on three different characters. Uh, I created my first ever alliance character in TBC. He is a little gnome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, he is a little warlock gnome that I, for some reason, thought was really funny at the time, named Gnomely Fans. Um, That's actually a really <laughs> good one. The only like one that it. I saw on Hardcore, there's someone in my guild named lonely fans and i thought that was hilarious too that was pretty epic that's nice uh for some reason i think i had been drinking that night and for some reason i thought that was just like the funniest thing that i had ever come up with i was like oh this is amazing 
I love it. No, it, it was so dumb. But normally fans killed him on his first attempt. It's it wasn't hard. All you have to do for for Rage Winter Chill, all you have to do is stay out of the uh, boiling ground. It's blood boil. Uh, it's um, death and decay, like the Death Knight mm. ability. It doesn't have the same uh, animation that it does later in um, Wrath, but it's it's something that it's very easy to spot. Just turn down your ground clutter and run away from it. Other than that, if your healers can reasonably heal up people that are ice blocked, then you're you should be good. Uh, this fight right here, We're Rage Winter Chill. We've got healers <laughs> that are just horrible. Well, do you have enough? Uh, do you have enough uh, battle reses? Do you have some yeah, druids? Yeah, yeah, we're good there. We have a lot of druids <laughs> now. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Our hewers are great. If you have a battle res, you should like. If you have more than three, you should probably be fine. Um, yeah. But uh, you'll have like the NPCs will help you kill it if they're still alive. Jaina will actually help you kill it. Uh, I'm pretty sure she puts out a. Either like 100% spirit buff or 100% intellect buff. Like it's an aura that she just has. So your healers will probably like that. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, it's really easy. You, you follow some pretty basic mechanics and you're going to get tier six loot. So enjoy that. Uh, the next fight, the next. Pack of, like eight packs of trash that you have to do are slightly harder than the ones before. They're really annoying. Very annoying. Is there anything we need to do to prepare for these fights? Like, do we need uh, to have any sort of gear? The Rage Winter Chill one, if you really want it, you can like use some frost protection pots that you pre pot beforehand, but that's not that useful. The most useful thing would be to have the um, PvP trinket because that will get rid of the ice block that when he freezes you, if you use that. Okay. It's not required, though. Like, I have never had it on any of the PTR characters I've had, and I very, very easily survived it. Okay. Um, the next fight is um, Anatheron. You spread out and you kill adds. It's easy. Um, Again, you're gonna uh, you're gonna find the first uh, after the second boss. Um, you abandon the alliance camp and you go to the horde camp. Oh, um, you now work with Thrall. Man. Um, the big thing that you're gonna want to remember here is uh, the second you talk to Lady Jaina after you've killed the second boss uh, is a bunch of um, epic gem nodes spawn. So you need a miner to mine them and then you, like your guild just can have a bunch of epic gems from that and they spawn on the path to the next place so it's it's a nice thing to have because epic gems are going to be pretty in demand in your guild okay. uh, once you go from once you get to the horde camp you start having this is where you get the difficult trash um, you get again it's eight waves of trash uh, you now have to deal with gargoyles. Um, gargoyles just fly down from the sky in one section of the uh, camp. It's pretty far away. Like it's, you have to mount up to ride there to get there. It's it's pretty far away. Bob, as a warlock, it's probably going to be your job to like 
take care of some of them along with uh, paladin tanks. Um, once you kill them, you have to reunite, uh, kill more trash, go kill more war, uh, more gargoyles. Uh, giant frost worms will actually attack as well, which you usually have a uh, warlock tank them. Uh, you have a then, like destro warlocks fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. Just have them searing pain it. Uh, if they if they're doing really like if they're taking too much damage, uh, I, like we I never had problem like the runs I was on we never had problems with that. Uh, maybe the healers were really good. On the PTR, you usually get pretty high quality players yeah. because, first of all, most people don't know how to get onto the PTR. And second, it's a lot of people that are in like top guilds that are trying to parse really well. Yeah. And, like get first kills. Were you disappointed overall in the difficulty? A little bit. Yeah. It was very easy. And you did it in like classic or in like vanilla TBC? Yeah. yeah, I was actually in a um I was in a guild that uh we got together really late. Pretty much we got together right when Black Temple was released. Okay. Um and we started running through uh all the uh, content that was available. We eventually like we eventually made it to um, Black Temple. We were starting to raid Black Temple right when CA came out. And um, yeah, it was, that was, it was fun. Um, but that was a lot of raiding. That was like four nights a week of raiding back then just yeah. to barely get done with. Oh, we uh, know. Yeah. We didn't, yeah. We didn't raid in TBC, but we went back to raiding in Wrath and went right back to the five days a week. Yeah. Oh, it's it's painful sometimes when I think about how much time Just I spent beating your head against the wall. We did do Yogg's Run, Four Lights Up, and we did do the we did Saffron. Is it Saffron? Damn it! No, it's not Saffron. I always forget oh. it. We did three Drakes up, and Mel got the Drake. Oh, that's Satharian. Yeah, Satharian. We did that too. We how only did I did remember that, that once, and Mel freaking got the Drake. But sorry. D D derailing. Let's get back. We don't have a <laughs> ton more time, so let's. Okay. Uh, but yeah, in Hygel, none of the bosses are particularly hard. The trash is much harder. Um, learn just learning who to send where is going to be the hardest thing. Uh, the trash from and the trash to the fourth boss. Those eight waves. Those are going to be the place where I think a lot of people are struggle mainly because there are a lot of um, infernals that come down. So. Warlocks have to banish, and then you have to kill them pretty quickly because they have a damage ore that really stacks up quickly. Uh, they can kill Thrall. They can um, they can do lots of stuff that just makes anytime Thrall dies or Jaina dies, you have to start at wave one again for for at so, least just the trash, right? Yeah, for the trash for Gotta the current boss you are on. Um, the really. So okay, so should healers then keep their their focus on on like should you split up heals and have their focus on not, on those NPCs? Not really, unless they're, they're unless focus target, so that they can see their life at all times. Yeah, maybe have a fo like one or two of them have a focus on Thrall or Jaina just in case. But 
the Alliance camp is pretty small and compact. If you like the the Horde camp is probably three or four times as big, and with oh, more NPCs, very consistent with the population right now. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring um, it back. That, that yeah, that's it's called re. Uh, <laughs> there's some comedy rule that says that yeah, you want to bring it all back to the same joke over and over. Um, but it's actually podcast 101, like to bring up jokes you made earlier in the pod, later in the pod, and to like play back on them. Like it's, I mean, it's pod, it's podcast 101. I need to stop drinking them because I don't remember what jokes I made 10 minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm bad at um, it too, but, but, but Mel and Yip are really good at it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like it's just Hygel, once you get the trash down, the bosses aren't too hard. Um, the third boss is literally just a DPS check. Uh, all it is, his big mechanic is he puts a, a mark out that drains um, pretty much 3,000 mana. If you run out of mana, you explode and do lots of damage. You, you die and explode, uh, and everyone around you takes a ton of damage. So you just have to be able to, like, you. Mel, you will have to be in the Shadow Priest group for probably your first kill of that one. Yes. But your man is going to be just See? disappearing. Bring it back. Because he starts uh, putting this mark out like faster and faster. So it's like it's a soft enrage timer. Um, but get Thrall involved in that fight. Thrall will help you kill him. The fourth boss, all you have to do is deal with a Curse of Doom that kills someone. Like, once you can learn how to do that, and if your raid can dodge rain of fires, you should be fine. Wait, so a curse of doom that just <laughs> actually, like, once it's on the person, like, it's just like it's over. Like, you're gonna uh, die at the end in of it. Si- in sixty seconds, you die, and you spawn a doom lord or a dread lord or whatever. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but once the um, you just take him to the side. Soul like it's sixty seconds. It's like the curse of doom. So you have time. You soul if it's someone like a healer, soul stone them. They go to the side, die. They spawn the Doom Lord, kill the Doom Lord. Uh, they res back up. Just go back into the fight. That's it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. Does, uh, uh, does what's his name have a weak aura out for tiers tier six? Also, uh, forget the guy that did the weak aura for SSC and, T- and TK. Uh, uh, Thames. Maybe? Thames. We use that too. I don't know. I haven't looked for it yet. Okay. I I hope there is there's one for for this too because like it would tell you, hey, you have the doom. Would make it a lot easier for people. Yeah, first said there is one, but it's kind of broken at the moment. It, I I'm I assume it's going to take a lot of probably a lot of work over the next couple of weeks, uh, and I assume it'll probably be in pretty good working order by the time we have an announced date. Um, but then in Black Temple, <laughs> uh, weirdly enough, last night I, uh, I was just looking for a group to go in cause I, I created an Ellie Shaman. I wanted to see what that was like. And I got into this group and then I noticed, oh, that's somebody named Def Camp. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I, that's, pro- that's probably not him. But then I looked up and I was like, wait, that's Ale. And then I looked on Discord. The Discord is like, wait, that's Ale. He and I have literally been on like, five or six podcasts together. Nice. So, yeah, he, he, he was going to come on tonight too, but uh, I think I said that earlier, but he's coming on next week. 
so yeah, I was, I, I talked to him in Def Camp and we had a good time. We killed, uh, the first four bosses in Black Temple. Uh, none of them are hard. Absolutely none. Like the, we wiped more on trash. In fact, we only wiped on one boss and that was a boss we had no business wiping on. Do you uh, think that the, that the reason one. people wipe on trash is because they're not expecting it to be as hard or do you think it's actually that trash is harder? I think it's because people there's a lot care. of people aren't focused for trash right. and there's a lot of opportunities like while trash isn't like dangerous it's it's dangerous but it's only dangerous if you're not paying attention right since when people aren't focused yeah like though they break sheeps they like they hit multi-shot when they shouldn't they like they do any, multi-dot Right. Yeah, so when we say like trash is hard, it's really like trash is just not AFKable. <laughs> yes. Well, like when we were clearing um the second the first boss, the only thing you have to do is have more than 8500 HP. That's the only requirement to kill that boss. Um the second boss be able to dodge fires and run away. The trash from the second to the third boss is actually some of it's challenging because there's a lot of them and there are a lot of little mechanics that if you screw up one, you can wipe. Like there's one that AoE silences. Uh, it's called a defiler. Kill it first. And it's a con, like it's a cone, uh, silence. So don't let it face your healers. That's pretty much it. Uh, but again, that, that can wipe you if your healers are. Uh, silenced for an inopportune time. Uh, other than that, like Shade of a Comma is the third boss. You bum rush some mobs and kill them really fast. That's literally it. It's not tough. Um, the fourth boss, Gorefiend. Uh, once you, there's a game that I will uh, send you the link to, Bob. Um, we, uh, we we have it. Oh, you guys have, have it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, um, it was one of the add-ons of the week. Yeah, uh if you can do that, you can handle the actual uh boss. Uh cuz the boss is not he he hits he can clap pretty hard, but other than that he's it's not a terribly complex fight. Um Reliquary is a little difficult, but again, it's just learning certain mechanics. It shouldn't take you longer than maybe five, six attempts. I, I hesitate to say that because I, I say that now and my guild's going to be stuck on it for a night and a half. But uh, Blood Boil, not hard. Uh, the trash is time consuming and there's a lot of it. Uh, I actually killed uh, Mother Shiraz today, uh, right before we I actually came on here. If you have, uh, we actually needed Shadow Resist to kill Mother Shiraz. Uh, it's a pretty intense healing check. Um, I think that's going to probably be the first boss that people, a significant amount of people have trouble on. Um, Illidari Council, I didn't, I got one attempt in on that before I had to go eat dinner with my family and, you know, get ready for a podcast. But yeah, uh, tier six is definitely significantly easier than tier five. Uh, until we get to Sunwell, then it's crazy harder than tier five. 
So. Well, cool. Yeah. I mean, I honestly was just expecting you to give us like, you know, how you felt about it, but you gave us like some in some insight on. Oh, sorry. Like the mechanics. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah. That's why why I wasn't going to stop you, but you definitely overperformed for me. So thank you. Hey, question though. You're welcome. Is there a bunch of resists that, because I know people have talked about you need this resistance. Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. Shadow for some boss. Shit. If you recall back in Hygel, I was talking about there was a uh, boss that drains mana mm-hmm. if you have shadow resist you can resist that effect okay. so it's it's easier on healers mana if you have shadow resist there mother shiraz we couldn't actually we only tried like two or three times without shadow resist so it wasn't we didn't really give it a whole try but once we put on shadow resist it was trivially easy like we killed it the first time got it i've heard like so Sarth and Crix kind of talked about it on their podcast. Shout out to Crix and Sarth and their new podcast, Classic Life. Should be available on Podcatchers soon, but if you want to see it now, you can check Sarth or Crick's YouTube. It's called Classic Life. Uh, it's really good, but they talked about it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Nax and uh, and Saffron, where you can have a couple people not using shadow res and really pumping and parsing. But if you have everybody without it, it's going to kind of turn into a problem, which is the same way Saffron was. The, the big mechanic on Shiraz is that she teleports three people away and they do like, they start exploding um, with, and they do like 2,500 damage per second. Um, to each other, like as long as you are near each other. So you have to get away from each other as fast as you possibly can. Um, if you have shadow resist, it's way easier because you're not taking nearly as much damage. But like the first few times we did that, um, people were just dying left and right because, uh, they weren't prepared for how quick it was. And people still like to hold hands when we run places. Um, I want to hold your hand. Oh my God. Sorry. It's, it's a wonderful song. Um, <laughs> but uh, like once you put the shadow resist on, like we were running slowly away from each other and we were doing just fine. Um, Shiraz can still do quite a bit of damage to your tanks though. So uh, you're going to have to be, have, Probably your best healers on them. Uh, other than that, so me. make sure you yeah. got it. <laughs> so my last question is because I don't know this because I never I never rated this and and there's so many talk so much talk about the warglaves. Now, who can drop the the warglaves? Is it like it's an instant? Okay, it's only Illidan. Yeah, they are a just. They have like a three to four percent chance to drop now, and I've heard it's a separate drop from yeah, the, the you, regular loot, so it would be a bonus loot that dropped, correct? I, th- I think so, but both of them can drop at the same time. Like it's very, very rare, but both of them can't drop. So, like you could conceivably, like, yeah, it's they're just and they're really 
really good. Especially considering they do extra damage to demons, and that's all of Sunwell. So warrior da- warrior prio or rogue prio? It depends on the guild and whoever's better. Um, if you have a <laughs> if you have a really if you have a good fury warrior that's better than your the rogue you have, give them to your fury warrior. See what I think is for PVE. Regardless, it's going to be better for your raid and the warrior's hands. But a warrior can't use them for PvP, whereas a rogue who's maybe a glad can really use them for PvP. Yeah, but you should only give loot based on PvE reasons, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. You should give loot to the person that's going to help you progress the best, is my feelings. I'll say this. Um, any legendary, in my opinion, is a reward uh for someone for all the work they've done for your guild i would agree completely like because anytime you can create a legendary you're already done progressing it's it's just a it's a it's a shiny reward and the warglaves are very very shiny they're very pretty you you gave the perfect answer that i was that i was looking for it depends on the guild and who has done the most and basically who deserves it the most not how much is going to help your raid? Because if you're going by how much is going to help the raid, you give it to the best non-flaky fury warrior, and you probably only have one. It it all depends. Like your guild might be. There was back back in classic. There was a guild that had, I think, seven thunder furies in between two raids on our on the server I was on. So some some it's guild a good thing on your you server have on this podcast <laughs> uh, he had one one part had of one. the thunder fury for a very long time we only had one thunder fury until aq and we had two raids that were together since like months before BWL. Uh, yeah we had uh we had two warriors i forget when corpse got his we got a thunder fury pretty early for our main tank exec executive and then corpse got his I think it was around the AQ time. It might have been before AQ, but then we had a tank, Sylv, who got one of the bindings, but then Sylv decided not to tank anymore, and Yip started tanking, and then Yip got the other binding. Sylv quit, and then Yip never got the other binding. So we technically got three Thunder Furies, but we only crafted two. Oh, geez. That's, That's rough for Yip. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm not sure on the theory crafting of who's like it, it, who it's better for technically. I know fury warriors are really, really, really useful in, um, on a fight like Muru, uh, cause on Muru, you need a lot of cleave damage. Well, and- yeah. Okay, so I'll just I'll just answer the question for you. I've actually looked into it quite a bit, like I was just asking, but it definitely for PVE across the board, it's better for warrior to get it because you're you are fact you are factoring in the trash and rogues just can't do it. Now, single target fight, a rogue actually does benefit more than a fury warrior, but a rogue is not worth as much in TBC. 
across the board that a warrior is. And that's why the majority of the speedrunning guilds aren't even taking a rogue into raid. So, like, that's why it's better. But, like, most guilds are taking rogues, like, a, at least one or one yeah, rogue have, in, maybe two. Well, I we think have it depends two. on the lover player. We have two also. Like, if you have a better rogue than a warrior, you want to give it to the rogue instead of your, like, warrior, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I'm just talking, like, across the board, numbers-wise, numbers you're going wise, yeah. to get more benefit out of a... skill level, yeah. If it, yeah. it in an, in an ideal situation, they're better for a warrior, but they're worthless for a warrior in PvP, and so that's another factor you kind of take in. So I think the best answer is it depends on your guild and who has put in the most work. Do you guys actually have a Fury Warrior? Uh, our guild leader has swapped to Fury Warrior. Oh yeah, oh. Yes. But I still, you know, if it's up to me. It goes to our rogue, Casimo, because he's been that guy since launch that's ready to run any heroic with anybody. He's helped countless members or people that have swapped roles get their attunements. I mean, the guy is just always helping. He helps trade people in PvP and arena. The guy's always on, always ready to help. Any alt, he 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 comes and just helps with uh with with circle of blood. Like the guy, if it was up to me, they would be his. Period. Sounds like he has uh, his plan has like come full <laughs> into fruition, and it's going to be a bummer if he doesn't get him because he has really. I mean, you just have to look at the whole overall picture, and he has done so much for everyone daily yeah that's yeah like i said you uh you apparently agree with me like legendaries are a reward they're not actually uh like something for progression um but yeah, yeah. uh that's my um experience on the ptr uh, i haven't actually attempted illidan yet i know there are plenty of people that have killed them uh i think i might try to do that tomorrow but I don't know if I'm actually going to get to it. I've spent enough time. I've I've had like four different characters. I've been in Black Temple several times and Mount Hydril a couple times. It's yeah. I think you the PTR is really useful. You can learn a lot, but it's it's not reality. It's still you're still going to have to do it with your guild. So don't burn yourself out on it. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well. It's been another epic episode, and thank you so much for coming on, Nate. We're gonna, we're gonna. I, I had an add-on of the week, but I'm gonna save it for next week because I kind of want Yip here to see if he's tried it out too. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna bench that for next week, and uh, we're gonna start closing out the show. So. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WC Reloaded. You can follow the Matchless Buttons Network at the Mash Network. Uh, we still want your, your wow stories, want your emails, your correspondence. Send those to WCRpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to join our Discord, it's mash.gg slash Discord and... That is all of the different podcast dis discords, so you can check out any host from any podcast there. Make sure to ping us if you want us to answer. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> we have to um, we, we have to monitor a lot, so just make sure to ping us. Um, how can you help the podcast? Well, I haven't said this in a while, but uh, you need to go into Walmart or Target, whichever you prefer, no. and just yell, "I love Warcraft Reloaded," and just you know, just just like say it loud and proud. But if you're not willing to do that, at least tell your guild about us and see if maybe some people might enjoy our trials and tribulations, our guests, whatever we do, just, you know, tell them that's the best way. The last way, of course, is iTunes reviews and reviews on warcraftradio.com slash directory. Uh, if you just go to warcraftradio.com, you can get to the directory by clicking the link. Um, and you can leave a re a review there. All right, that pretty much ends it out. Mel, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mel Overwatch. Awesome, kind of, awesome. Or you and can find me on Bob's. Do not interrupt me. Sorry, 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 sorry. You can find me on Bob's stream at Blazing Bob. Twitch.tv slash Blazing Bob. Yep. Yep. There, doing hardcore awesome. at night, not during the day. Yep, yep. And uh, Nay Smith, I know you don't have any socials, but do you want to give a shout out to anybody or anything? Uh, sure, shout out to my guild on Earth Fury Stuck in Combat. Uh, if anyone wants to find track me down there, you can talk to me. My, I'm Nay Smith, the warlock on um, Earth Fury. I'll talk pretty much to anybody. It's been weird that a couple people have actually recognized me from podcasts like this. It's a very surreal feeling. It It, it is a surreal feeling. Like, it <laughs> first started happening to be the start of TBC on, uh, like, you know, it happened now and again prior, but, like, start of TBC in BGs, it was happening quite often. And now, like, on the hardcore server, it happens quite often. People are like, whoa, hey. It's the podcast, dude. Can I just mention that Bob gets recognized way more than I do? Like, what is this? What is this trend? Like, why don't people <laughs> know me? Why do people always know Bob? Even if I'm with Bob, it's like Bob and I's duo, and they're like, Bob from Warcraft Reloaded. And I'm like, hey, over here, what about me? Chopped liver? <laughs> Come on. I I think I think they do notice you. Oh, I, I, yeah. I don't think that's true. Oh, mm-hmm. But but yeah, you know. Also, uh, if you want to find Nay Smith on Discord, is it okay to tell him to check out Josh's uh, count? Yeah. Uh, the Countdown to Classic dis uh, Discord. Josh hasn't sadly hasn't put out an episode in a while since his Blizzard interview. I think. You know, he's just gearing up for something great is what I'm hoping. So I'm hoping there's more. But you can join the count, the Countdown to Classic dis Discord and probably find Naismith there fairly easy. I am a moderator on that Discord, so it's pretty easy to find me there. Um, yeah. Go ahead and track me down there. It's, it's easy. Uh, I'll talk, like I said. Awesome, awesome. And... If you want to find me, you can get me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. -B. If you want me on Twitch, it's twitch.tv 
slash blazing bob but no underscore so come check us out chat's been actually really cool like it's a small quaint little chat you know somewhere around eight to 15 people but you know what that's the perfect time to ask questions because i can answer so come in say hi hang out with us and uh yeah we're gonna get out of here for this week make sure to tweet at yip at the yip show please tell him to get better and that you missed him because i definitely missed him and i'm sure you did too well they probably didn't miss him i missed him (laughs) bye guys Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 